Trying to tan my cheeks. This is how I roll. Come on, ladies, it's time to go. We headed to the bar, baby. Don't be nervous. No shoes, no shirt, and I still get service. Watch. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Show it, show it, show it. 
I'm sexy and I know it. Trust me, you're not that guy. You can't handle the truth! That just happened. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro! Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Good morning, ass family. Yes, it's Monday, but hey, it is a short week. It's Thanksgiving week. Now, if you have to work every day this week, then I feel bad for you. I used to have to be that guy a long, long time ago, and it sucked. No show here Thursday or Friday. I'm observing the holidays, and then... Hopefully watching all the, if there is some mania that is happening, I may have to break in on Friday, since most places are going to be closed Thursday to observe Thanksgiving. I'm talking about all that craziness that is Black Friday. I hope it returns this year. That's all I can do is hope that it returns this year. Hope in one hand, shit in the other, see which one gets full first. Now, look, look, busy weekend for me. We will talk Oh, pardon me. NFL uh, next break. We'll talk about all that kind of stuff. We have so much stuff to get to today. So let me start with the good mornings. Uh, Braddy Kid says, good morning. Braddy Kid, I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Raiders suck, and I can only hope that we lose every game here on out for a better draft pick. You're still in the hunt. You just don't have a coach that can take you there. That's all. Look at there. Hangtown Jen says, well, good morning, ass. I was so excited logging in early. I was going to be first, but I forgot who I was up against. Beat by Douglas and Braddy, damn it. Happy Monday anyhow. Glad that you're here today, Hangtown Jen. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Yeah, boo Monday, but like, like I said, dude, when I, when, when I was working in, uh, you know, back in Reno Radio, back when they would give me that Friday off, or I knew I had Thursday off, this is back when I was drinking. I had never looked forward to a Wednesday more than the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. 
Like, there was a country bar in town, and they would have one of their biggest nights of the year that Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You get people home from college. You get all this kind of stuff. And you've got the, the local morning show that's better than everybody else. And they don't have to work the next day, and they can drink more than anybody else. That was a party. Oh, we used to have so much fun on that night. Uh, but, yes, yes, this is a short work week, and I'm very happy to see that. Uh, Hang down, Jen says, woo-wee. Now, that's the way to start a Monday. Hood rat, hood rat, hoochie mama. Yeah, I, I, I got you up and dancing today. By the way, we are going to do cover songs on Wednesday this week. And I found what possibly could be the greatest cover song ever by Dwight Yoakam. Uh, it, it's amazing. Cannot wait. Uh, Arise says, good morning. Happy to be off all week. Well, rub it in, why don't you? Some of us still have to work, thank you. No, I'm glad you're off. You deserve it. Alicia says, morning, y'all. This is the way to start a morning. morning. Hood red, hood red, hoochie mama. Mike D says, good Monday morning, folks. Sunday, sun will be out all day. And the Cowboys are not the class of the NFL. Teehee, messing with y'all. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, we lost yesterday. I guess the class of the NFL would be the Arizona Cardinals, led by, hmm, who are they led by right now? Oh, they aren't led by that guy who can't get his carcass off the fucking bench because his little ankles hurt. No. No, the one bright spot this year for the Longhorns is that Colt McCoy is handling his business. Longhorns fucking suck. Wow, they're fucking awful. I've never been so mad at a Longhorn team in my entire life. Lost again this weekend, six in a row. Going for seven against K-State this weekend. Uh, Mark in Detroit says, good morning, all. What's up, Mark? Hang down, Jen says, yes, wiggle, 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 wiggle. Then she says, I love you, Arnie. Well, I love you, too. Uh, By the way, NKOTB killed it last night. New edition had to lip sync. Where was NKOTB? Were they here? Was that show in town last night? And we didn't go? You didn't go? What? No, I'm confused. Wait, was, was that show last? I said I would I would have gone with you, Braddy kid. Mm. Uh, Brett says, hello, ass family. What's up, Brett? Arise says, I'm glad we're calling it Thanksgiving uh, still, unlike those who try to call it National Day of Mourning. Oh, we're going to get to all this Kyle Rittenhouse shit here. I, like I said, it's a busy day. Sassy Pammy, good morning. She cut her dog's nuts off over the weekend. Uh, Ghost of Nevada, Fred says, good morning, y'all. That's true. Derek said, <laughs> Derek, who was booing Monday, goes, well, that's true. I have Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off. Mm-hmm. Big Coop says, rise, welcome to the team. Don't have to work this week. Hot Mama says, happy Monday from Santa Cruz. Oh, the American Music Awards. Okay. No, 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 no. I said I would go if your friend couldn't make it. I said that, and you have to actually give it a valiant effort to make your friend go. Because I'm telling you right now, I might just wear the overalls with no shirt underneath it if I had to go to that goddamn thing. Now, before we get going any further, uh, we started something new on uh, Friday of last week, I believe. Uh, our new words of the day that we're learning from the, uh, from the Google, asking Google. Today is the Montana musket loader. What is the Montana musket loader? 
When you are making sweet tender love to a woman you throw some good OL Copenhagen long cut in your lip then after a minuet or two you take it out and place it on her. Anus and stuff it in with your penis my boyfriend gave me a Montana musket loader last night and my butt is still burning. So there you go. That's what the Montana musket loader is. You, you, you put a dip in while you're having sex. Then you put it in uh, on your wiener and then put it in her butt. All right. Ryan says, Brady, I'll go if they don't require the jab or test. I don't think that American Airlines is anymore, but I'm not sure. I'll check for y'all. Anything can get me out of that fucking show. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we? Oh, oh, oh. Movie review is posted, and that's where I came up with my daily observation, which we'll get to here in a second because. T-shirt time? 12 tennis oh, t-shirt holy yeah, shit. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Yeah, put your T-shirts on because the, uh, the Arnie State Superstore which you can find at Tee Public. Now, you can get mugs made there. You can get stickers made there. You can get onesies there for your babies, for future fans of ass. All available right there. Huge pre-Friday, Black Friday sale going on right now. And the release of not one, not two, but three brand new ass t-shirts. One is the Mount Rushmore of video games. The second one has to be kind of my favorite. I I would have to say it it is one of my favorites. The next two are two of my favorites. But this one, it's just my signature A. That's all it is. It's, It's the A I make whenever I sign my name. So we got that shirt. And then we have removed the picture from the calendar. And we have put the big naked Arnie on a (laughs) t-shirt. And they're all available right now as we speak at TeePublic. Christopher says, fire, fire, fire. Yes, those are all available right now. Those are the new t-shirts. And I wanted to release them before everybody did all their Black Friday shopping. And they're on sale right now. I think they're like 13 bucks. So check it out, tpublic.com. If you go on social media, I can link you right over to my store. All you got to do is type in The Arnie State Show, and boom, it'll take you to my superstore. Like I said, mugs, stickers, hoodies, all kinds of shit. Uh, So there you go on that. Now, the movie review, which is also posted online, I saw the movie King Richard. Uh, The movie about Venus and Serena Williams' daddy. Richard Williams, the man who who drove his kids to greatness. Will Smith stars in it, and he's about the only star except John Barenthal, the guy who plays the Punisher. He's pretty damn good in the movie. Uh, Will Smith does an excellent job in this film. Um, I went ho- went in hoping that this would be better than Forty Two. The movie Forty Two didn't really show how bad Jackie Robinson had it when he broke the color barrier. And Venus and Serena didn't really b- 
break the color barrier, but they did. They weren't the first black tennis players, but they were the best. And they, I mean, they kicked down a door, and they did that because their dad drove them. Once again, I think they, they omitted a little too much about the racism that they had to go through to get to where they were and to where they are. But it is an excellent, excellent movie. And I just hope, I hope that somebody in Hollywood's watching that and they go, okay, now we need to make a movie about Earl Woods. Because I don't know if you saw it on, on social media this weekend, but one of my predictions is going to come true, and you're going to hear this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. The 2023 Masters, when Tiger Woods comes back and wins because he was on the range hitting balls this weekend. It was fantastic. It was great. Amazing. Big Coop says, be careful wearing that sexy Arnie shirt in public. So many panties will need to be changed. I know. It's going to be hot. I need to order a couple of those. Uh, now, saw the movie the other night. Wore my cheat outfit to it. Would look and fly, as the young kids used to say. And that's where I came up with today's um, daily observation. Now, we're watching the previews, and there's some preview about olden times, and, you know, it, we're, we're, we're talking like King Arthur times, shit like that. Now, and, and they got, like, sorcerers, and they can do spells and do all this kind of shit. Here's the thing I've always wondered. If they had sorcerers back in that time, why didn't the sorcerers ever create one of two things? Something that could help them travel faster. You know, like a car. You get some of these movies, like Lord of the Rings and all this kind of shit, and they're walking or they're taking horses. Well, if you got magical powers, why don't you just fucking fly me to where I need to be? Either that or some sort of automatic weapon. Like a bow and arrow that you shoots automatically. Like ta 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 I've never understood that. See, that's bullshit. Back in olden times, I'd been the guy walking around with the sorcerers, making all kinds of magic and shit. And I've been like, damn, I wish we could be there by now. Hint, hint, sorcerer, make us something to get there quicker. Or if we're losing in a fight, man, we wouldn't lose if we had automatic weapons. Never understood that. But that is my daily my, my daily observation. Oh, buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? Now, Friday, we, by the way, by the way, we do have to uh, finish, and we will do it at the end of the show today, the Mount Rushmore of the worst foods ever. We have the final four. We didn't get to it on Friday because Friday near the end of the show, the verdict was released on Kyle Rittenhouse, and we spent the end of the show talking about that, and I... I, I, I was talking about the riots. Now, there weren't really any riots except in Portland. And, by the way, shocking that there was a riot in Portland. That's why the medieval days, the Arabs were more successfully developed and innovative. They had flying carpets. Exactly! They just get on that and fucking hightail it out while you get the armies running behind them. Magic carpets a lot faster than anybody running. But no other sorcerers saw that. 
So Friday, uh, all six counts, Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty. And that's what everybody was talking about. So we got to start the show with all that, including one of the dumbest things I've ever heard on television. Chris Cuomo was interviewing, uh, I don't know if it was one of Rittenhouse's lawyers, but he was, it, this is how the interview went. And I, I, this is not edited. This is all what Chris Cuomo said. That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, why he, else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up, hurt him. So once again, once again, Chris Cuomo saying it's hard to believe that anybody was chasing him and it was going to hurt him. That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, why he, else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up, hurt him. Don't you love it when morons answer their own questions? <laughs> One more time? Okay. That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, why he, else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up, blah, hurt him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Wow. Chris Cuomo is such wiener cheese. <laughs> oh, that was classic Frodo. Fredo, fucking Fredo Wop. Uh, I mean, Jesus. Come on, dude. You really can't be that stupid and on TV. Oh, wait. Now, we all found, we found out that Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty. And the young man, <laughs> wow, I had no idea. Greta joined cable news. Yeah, she was a, a special presenter, special collaborator. Uh, so the young man who was accosted by that Native American and then was defamated by CNN, he received, he, he sued C, CNN for like $275 million dollars. They did settle out a case. I have no idea how much he got. If you know, please let me know what he got. But the the funnier thing is the fact of the matter that they just said this about the the president of the United States of America tweeted that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. Now, if you want to believe he's a white supremacist because he gave the okay sign, I ain't got time for you. Do you know how many times, I, let, let, let me put it this way. If the OK sign, where you, where you make a, you, your, your thumb and index finger into a circle, and then you put the other three fingers up, by the way, the reason why people think that is a sign is because it was made up by trolls on the dark web. That's a true story. Look it up. And there's all kinds of pictures of celebrities. I put one up of uh, Buckwheat, Eddie Murphy's character Buckwheat, doing it way back when. But you can search when Barack Obama was president. He gives the okay sign. Oprah Winfrey during that time gave the, isn't the okay sign upside? No, no, no. Ogre, do you know what that is? The okay sign upside down? That's the old game you would play. And I played this on the air on the morning show. If you put the circle on your leg, because you had to be below the waist, 
You put the circle on your leg and you get somebody to look at it, you can punch them because it's A, you're saying, oh, you're looking at my junk. That's an old game. Oh, Alicia, you beat me to the punch, damn you. But that used to be a game. And if you can, you can put a finger in that hole, then you can punch that person to put the okay sign on. But it was an old game that we played. I played it in junior high. So now the okay sign, which Kyle Rittenhouse was giving out, but he was giving it out right side up, has been debunked. And, and yes, Alicia, you're so right. If it is a racist sign, why does Apple have it up in their emojis? Why does everybody have it in their emojis? But once again, I digress because this isn't about the okay sign. This is about the President of the United States of America coming out and calling someone a white supremacist. There, and there's a picture of Joe Biden using it. V. Coop just texted me. So, and the President called him a white supremacist, and this is before the trial started. So he kind of stuck his nose in that. And everybody is saying now that white, that Kyle Rittenhouse has a defamation case against the president of the United States of America. Not only the president, he's got all these networks that called him this. Oh, man. If you think that kid that was just accosted by the Native Americans got a lot of money, whoo, daddy. Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be getting paid. He is going to be getting paid. I never heard of the punch game. What I'm talking about is the the fingers making the sign upside down supposedly makes a WP or white power. Well, if it's upside down, that's more of an M, isn't it? Horseshit people invented. If someone accuses me of being a white supremacist by making a normal OK sign, I'll make the OK sign sarcastically and say, okay. And show them pictures of me being uh, the best fucking man. Oh, hey, Ogre, I understand where your frustration comes from there. Look up that punch game, though. It it seriously was a game. I'm not trying to stand up for for white supremacists because I think they're fucking morons. But the fact of the matter is, is that you have a sitting president come out and, and say this. I'm truly amazed. I am truly, truly amazed, and, and I'm so happy. I'm happy. I Look, I don't know Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse kind of looks like a dorky fucking kid. I'll just say it. Kyle Rittenhouse would not have been in my circle of friends. He wouldn't have been hanging out with me and Tom. We would probably pick on Kyle Rittenhouse until we heard this story about him gunning people down, and then we would have invited him to parties. Uh, I always called it the circle game, yeah. 
I saw a meme that said Kyle Rittenhouse and Nick Shaman have agreed to share custody of CNN. <laughs> uh, there's still news media outlets that are starting uh, slanting it and calling him a gunman still. Cough, cough, L.A. Times, cough. Let's see. Uh, Radberger says, stand in line. Uh, we all will be able to sue him sooner or later. His mouth just keeps on going. Question, who's worse, a president that uses his mouth and phone to call out the enemies of a, or a president who uses his mouth? Who knows what? I, look, this guy's a moron. Uh, I mean, seriously. Uh, I'll bet Stacey Abrams sent Joe a text and told him to say that about Rittenhouse. Probably. Is she running our country? The gal who couldn't even become governor of fucking Georgia? But it doesn't stop there. Oh, no. Oh, no, because you knew you are going to have to hear from the one and only Colin Kaepernick, the same moron who releases a documentary on Netflix and says the NFL, tr- uh, the, uh, uh, oh, what is it? the draft is nothing more than the old Mississippi slave trading days. The combine and draft is measuring them to see how hard they can work. Once again, once again, back when, when black men were measured for how much they could work and then sold to the highest bidder, They didn't get any of that money. No, 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 no. And they didn't have the right to opt out. But Colin Kaepernick decided to come out and says, this only further validates the need to abolish our current system. He he came out. I would sue him, too. We just witnessed a system built on white supremacy validate the terroristic acts of a white supremacist. Now, God damn it. I am sick and tired of this case being called white supremacy. And Black Lives Matter was out. Black Lives Matter is holding up signs of the three men that were shot. Two were killed, one a pedophile, another guy who strangled his own mother. And the guy who lived was a felon who was a felon on gun charges, and he had a gun, which is illegal. But Black Lives Matter is holding up their signs and calling them, and I'm not making this up, calling them heroes. Heroes. I want you to think about that. A pedophile is being called a hero. And they're holding up signs of white men. So now can we all just say that all lives matter? Or is that still racist? Hmm? That's what I thought. No comment on the BLM side. Now, I got to see a lot of stupidity over the weekend online about this. So if I have to see it, then I know I'm going to share it with you. So, 
the um this the 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 what they're saying is is if Kyle Rittenhouse was a black man. Now if everybody you guys if you already know the story, please don't get ahead of me here. If Kyle Rittenhouse was a black man, this he would have been shot down in the streets. Or he'd be in prison. Okay, one of the two. From what I read this week in Getting Perspectives of Other People, the whole white supremacy angle isn't the three men Rittenhouse killed. It's more he got away with killing people while black men get convicted for self-defense. That's the sense I got from the black community. Ogre, thank you so much. Because over the weekend, a man named A.J. Coffey IV, who pled not guilty of second-degree felony murder, three counts of attempted first-degree murder of law enforcement officers by discharging a firearm, and one count of shooting or throwing a deadly missile. He's black. Around 5 a.m. on March 19, 2017, at least 14 law enforcement officers, including SWAT team members, in camouflage pants and shirts with SWAT on the sleeve, arrived at the home in Florida. The shooter's father, Andrew Coffey III, reportedly opened the front door to the house and was taken into custody. Before entering the home, deputies yelled, Sheriff's Office, search warrant. Coffey IV told the court that he was asleep at the time SWAT arrived. He woke and thought he was being robbed. Coffey said he saw what appeared to be a rifle sticking through an open bedroom window pointed at him, and that's when he fired his forty-five off shooting two or three times. Deputies returned fire with more than a dozen rounds shot towards the bedroom. His 21-year-old girlfriend was killed. Woods' family said uh, she worked as a pharmacy tech. In July 2017, the grand jury cleared SWAT members of any criminal charges. In the Elder Coffee's bedroom, deputies said they found Marijuana, crack, 10 hydromorphone pills, and one Oxycontin. While the younger coffee, the shooter, was acquitted of all murder charges after claiming he fired in self-defense. However, he was found guilty of possession of a firearm or ammunition by a convicted felon. He has four previous felonies. Faces a maximum prison term of 30 years. But the thing to see here is this. He wasn't charged. He was standing his ground. Isn't that amazing? Hmm. I guess white supremacy protected him too. Well, if that's not enough for you, because as we found out the other day on, uh, on TikTok, when I gave a great retort to uh, universal health care about people dying on universal health care, oh, one anecdote is not enough. Okay, then let me give you a second one. This one happened in my backyard. This is about a young man named Tim- Timothy Simpkins, who, by the way, is black. 
He went to school one day. He's 18 years old. Went to school with a gun. And opened fire. The narrative would be that he was still convicted of lesser charges because he was black. Well, anybody who wants to do that is just looking to start a race fight. That's all they want to do. Because he's a he's a four-time felon. He cannot have a gun. By the way, if you want to, you want to talk about white supremacy, then how about the guy that Kyle Rittenhouse shot, who had the gun, who's not in jail? But back to Timothy Simpkins, who does not have that. No, no, Timothy Simpkins, you see, was an 18-year-old high school student who went to school one day with a gun and then opened fire, shooting four people. Now, was he gunned down by police when he did this? Nope. Has he been called an active shooter? No, uh, Alicia, uh, the four-time felon is not this kid. No, no, no. The four-time felon was uh, Mr. Coffee in Florida. Mr. Simpkins, though, shot four people and then went home. Police knew who the shooter was while they were still getting people out of the school, yet this young man was still allowed to go home and stay in his home. Came out and said, I was being bullied, and that's why I took this gun to school. He was arrested later that evening when he brought himself to the police department. The police didn't even go to his house. Now, once again, white supremacy, and I mean it happened in the South. It happened in Texas. Then it's come out that, well, none of the media here in the Metroplex ever called him an active shooter. Not after they found out what race he was. I remember when the school shut down, there was an active shooter on the campus of this Mansfield High High School. Mansfield Timberview High School. There's an active shooter. Once they found out Mr. Simpkins was the shooter, they no longer called him an active shooter. And then he said he was getting bullied. That is until about three days later, after he had been arrested and then posted bail and left jail after spending about five and a half hours inside the jail. Once again, I guess white supremacy working at its finest. He shot four people and spent five and a half hours in jail. A few days after that, the police chief of Arlington, who, by the way, is black, just don't want to get any white supremacist call in there, came out and said they've done some investigating and in no way was this bullying. He was involved in what this police officer calls, quote, high-risk behavior. He wouldn't go any further into it because they're still investigating. High risk can be dealing drugs. It could be gang activity. It could be anything that's dangerous. It's not bullying, though. 
So where's the white supremacy there? If this system needs to be overhauled, where is it there and in Mr. Coffee's case? Hell, Mr. Coffee shot police. Um, I understand defending Kyle about being innocent of murder and self-defense, but I don't get playing off Kyle throwing up the Heil Hitler hand sign with his buddy at... Well, you're going to have to show me that. that you're going to have to show that to me. I'm not calling you a liar on that, Christopher, but let me tell you real quick. I was I had a joke banned off of uh, off TikTok, TikTok when I said, how high do Germans let their grass go? And I did the about this high. Now, mind you, I was pulled off for for radical racial fucking tension and shit like that, but it was a joke. Somebody got a picture of me telling that joke with my hand up like that. Now, I don't know what Kyle's doing. I don't know if he's a white supremacist. But what I'm trying to say is this. You can't blame the system for doing their job. If, if Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, if he is, it will be exposed. It will come out. He shot three white people, though, okay? And, and now, once again, once again, let's ask Chris Cuomo. That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, why he, else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up, hurt him. So if you're getting chased by people and you have a gun, And you're getting hit in the back of the head with a skateboard or somebody's trying to take that gun from you and you have the ability to shoot it. You're going to tell me you're not going to shoot it. No, I look, look, I want to I want to work this all out here. If you have a gun in your hands and someone points a gun at you. What are you going to do? You gonna let them shoot you first. I I just want to know. I mean, look, I'm giving you all a chance here. I, I will give you the same chance. And I will understand whatever you want to call it, but you make the call. The first guy, the pedophile, or I think he was the second one. The first guy hit him over the head with a skateboard and was chasing him. Okay. Then the second guy tried to steal his gun. And then the third guy, who was only wounded, sadly, who was carrying a gun as a felon, pointed the gun at him. So what I'm hearing, not from you guys, but what I'm hearing nationally is that Kyle Rittenhouse should have allowed the guy to beat him with a skateboard. He should have let the known pedophile take his gun and probably stick the gun up Kyle's ass. And what I'm hearing also on the narrative in America is that Kyle Rittenhouse should have allowed the person who's been convicted of a felony to point a gun at him and then shoot him. That's what I'm to hear. That's what we should be teaching our children. Alicia says, uh, 
How fucking dare he be a stupid teenager? Lock him up and throw away the key. I'd have shot them without even having weapons. It's three on one. Well, V. Coop, in the narrative in America, then you would be a white supremacist. Like I said, this has nothing. This case is so far away from any sort of race. Let's say that you're a known white supremacist, okay? And people break into your house. Are you not allowed to defend your house because you are a white supremacist? Is white supremacy, is the belief of white supremacy illegal in this country? Or is it acting upon it? Because if you believe in white supremacy, hey, you're a white supremacist, but it's not illegal. B. Coop says, I'm a cop, so I'm already labeled that. Yes, yes, you are. I mean, uh, like, like, I'm finding this so crazy that in, in 2021, we are such a fucking pansy society because if we and and i believe that there are a lot of people in the media especially who say that kyle rittenhouse is a white supremacist because they don't want to come out and say well he did the right thing i'm not afraid go ahead and cancel me i'm not afraid i don't care look 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 if this was someone who was in the black panther party And they were being attacked. And they had not done any attacking, but they were there to protect something. And then they were attacked and hit over the head with a blunt object. Their, their gun was going to be taken from them. And then somebody pointed a gun at them. I would stand for that Black Panther Party member and say he has every right to defend himself. I don't... I don't I, your beliefs, look, this, this has nothing to do with his belief system. If it had to do with his belief system, don't you think that the first guy who kicked him in the face, do we not remember that? Because he was attacked a few more times. A black man ran at him, jumped in the air, and kicked Kyle Rittenhouse in the face. He's still alive. So what you're telling me is that a racist is going to allow a black man to kick him in the face and not shoot him. But he's going to shoot three other white people. I think people that believe that need a refresher course in what racism actually is. Hangdown Jen says, I know it's hard to believe, but I don't watch the news. And I honestly miss what it uh, is Kyle did to be on trial. Can you please explain? I thought the kid walked into a protest and started shooting. No, no. He walked into a protest. He had a gun. He lived about 15, and that's the other thing. And, and this was my big drawing pack. But my, my big point is that he crossed state lines. Well, he lived 15 minutes away from this. So that means, like, if there was a protest in downtown Dallas and I knew that they were protesting and I wanted to be a part of it, I couldn't go because it was more than 15 minutes away. That's what you're telling me now. Oh, I can. Oh, because it's in the same state. Kyle Rittenhouse was asked to help protect the friend's car dealership or something. 
And he was there, and he was walking towards it, and that's when he was attacked. By a convicted pedophile, a guy convicted. It was at a riot at that point. It wasn't a protest at that point. The riot had started. Shit was already on fire, and that's why he was asked to come over and protect. It was a protest that turned into a riot. It was all of 2022, or all of 2020, the summer. He worked in Kenosha, and his dad and other family's member, members lived in Kenosha. See, what, what this was, is, and, and this is the bad part. See, this is the part that nobody's paying attention to, and Christopher, I'm glad you asked that question. This was a peaceful protest. And I'll never forget when News 10 did this when I was still living in Sacramento, and that's when I knew, knew everything had jumped the shark. They were talking about the peaceful protest that started at 7, and then at 9 o'clock, it was going to be a little different. Well, wait a second. What, what happens at 9 o'clock? Oh, it's a peaceful protest, and then it turns violent at 9? Oh, hey, hey, everybody, 8.55, let's head to the cars because it's about to turn violent here. And he didn't cross state lines with the gun. The actual gun owner crossed the lines with him. Yep. Uh, his listed residence was Antioch, uh, Illinois, about 20 minutes away from Kenosha. Uh, you're out, says... Uh, good morning and happy Turkey Week to my ass family. I'm so excited for my bestie to visit and see the Longhorns on Friday. Woohoo! I know. I, I'm, I'm excited for you to go to the game. I really hope that you can bring a winner in. I need it. I need to end the season with some 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 goodness. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, uh, was it a big gun? Oh yeah, it was. It was a rifle. Like, why did they attack him? Did they immediately perceive him as a threat? You're going to have to ask them. I think they attacked him because he had a gun on his back, and he's a white kid. Now, these are white guys that, that, that are probably yelling all sorts of things. The gun owner lived in Wisconsin. It never crossed state lines, which, by the way, is a fucking stupid thing to even bring up. I know plenty of people that go from California to hunt in and Idaho with their guns. All those libs are probably freaking out over that. Now, how would this change if this happened up in South Lake Tahoe? If you live on the Nevada side of South Lake Tahoe by all the casinos and there was a riot just a few miles away on the California side, Well, that's, oh, well, he's bringing guns across state line. He walked two minutes. You, you can cross the state line right there. This is a story that I believe, and I honestly do believe this. This made the national narrative unlike the, the coffee story or these Timothy Simpkins story in Arlington. This happened because they had video on it. If this, if this hadn't been so well documented, the media wouldn't have been around this. Why? Because it's a white kid shooting three white guys. Nobody cares about that. 
That's not sexy. That's not sexy in the eyes of a news person. White on white crime? Psh, so what? We want it, the, the one they want is white on black crime. Because black on white crime to them is just, uh, that's a Monday. Sorry, I, I hate to be that way, but that's a Monday. White on white crime, that's a Tuesday. But because they had drone footage from the FBI, they had all sorts of camera footage of this young man shooting these people, of course that's going to make the national scene because they had all of this footage. Kyle Rittenhouse, and look, you can hate him. I don't care. I just know that he was found not guilty, so. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is going to become a very, very rich young man after this. You can hate that as much as you want, but hey, the media and the idiot prosecution team did it. Had nothing to do with white supremacy. Had nothing to do with, with white privilege. Okay? This has to do with white privilege. There, there's a story going around, and they're trying to say it has to do with white privilege, and, and I'm going to tell you how it doesn't. The story about this guy, and I think it's up in either New Hampshire or Connecticut, who's been accused of raping four women and was found guilty by the judge, or by the jury. They found him guilty, but the judge in sentencing said he doesn't need to go to prison. We're going we're gonna to put him on home rest. He raped four girls. One girl in court, when she heard the sentencing, she vomited in the middle of the courtroom. And everybody's saying, oh, that's because of white privilege. Nope. Because they showed the house that this young man grew up in. It has zero to do with white privilege, and it has everything to do with green privilege. By green privilege, I mean this kid has money. I would, I, would, I would hope that the United States Justice Department uh, somehow intervenes in this case and investigates the judge to see if he's driving a new Maserati. Because a jury found him guilty of raping four women, and he's not going to prison. It's like, it's like a, a, a major athlete who kills two people. And then doesn't go to prison. Now, I'm not going to name any athletes. I'll give you some initials. There's an O in there and there's a J in there. And how did that person get off? By terrible prosecution. And having amazing lawyers to where his green worked for him. Also, he was uh, asked by the car lot owners to help protect their place because one of their lots was burned down and destroyed. He was there to provide medical aid and people and did the very thing. He was tackling fires being started by assholes like Rosenbaum. They attacked him after he shot Rosenbaum because a bunch of assholes said, he shot him, get him. And they fucked around and found the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Anyone who watched the trial uh, would be well informed on the matter. Those that didn't, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, look, look, Here, here's the whole thing. Here's the whole thing. 
Kyle Rittenhouse didn't get off because of white privilege. He didn't get off because of green privilege. He got off for two reasons. One, he's innocent. And number two, the prosecution completely shit the bed. You know, I'm getting sick and tired of people saying O.J. was guilty. Y'all say that glove clearly didn't fit him. (laughs) Well, he did have another plastic glove on that he had over his hand, and then he had to use that plastic glove to stay on his hand while he put on the Bruno or the Bruno Mollies with the shoes. These were like super duper isotoners. Come on. By the way, uh, Nicole and Ron's killer still hasn't been found. Just want to put that out there. He he's out there hanging out with Biggie and Tupac shooters. I don't know if they're all hanging out with Diddy, but hey. <sighs> All right, let's see. What else we got here? Um, oh, oh, hey, did anybody uh, happen to know what happened the other day? Did, did, do you know what, what happened? It was the opening arguments, or not really the opening arguments, but it was the opening day of, you ready? You ready for this? Oh, that's right. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening, your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy, Jizzling. There we go. All right. Tomorrow is a huge day. And of course it has to start on fucking Thanksgiving week. Jury selection begins tomorrow in the case against Gislene Maxwell. She's charged with procuring underage girls for Jeffrey Epstein, dead. He was the ultra-wealthy pedophile who died in prison, killed himself in prison, quote-unquote, waiting for trial in 2019. Maxwell is allegedly Epstein's primary accomplice, whose name is not Bill Clinton. Uh, After Epstein's arrest, she was hiding out until the FBI tracked her down and arrested her in 2020. Some people expect the trial to shed light on the inner workings of Epstein's trafficking ring and the people involved. The trial will begin on November the 29th. Now, if there is ever, ever been a trial to cover on television, the Galeen, her name is actually Galeen, but I like calling her Gisleen. Uh, the Galeen Maxwell trial, if they do not have this on television, I'm just going to tell you right now, right here, right now, there's bullshit going on. There's Heidi Ho on. 
I'm just telling you this right now. This is the draw that we all want to see because names are going to end up coming out. We have been waiting almost two full years for this trial. And this isn't one of those civil trials where it's one of the underage girls who's who's saying, look, Gisleine, she she's the one who took us to, to Diddle Snort Island and let all these fucking fancy dudes stick their junk in our poo-poo holes. I hope, and I know what happens when I hope, I hope that this is given the same reverence as Kyle Rittenhouse. I hope. I can't think that it will be. Because I know that the system is fucked up here in America. There are a lot of people that are saying, oh, it's obviously fucked up. Kyle Rittenhouse got off. Okay. If you want that to be your opinion, you go right ahead. But the, it, it, it is so fucked up, our system right now. The University of California, Davis. Well, before I get to this, let me read what Alicia wrote. Something interesting about the Ahmed Arbery case uh, might potentially acquit the guys that shot him was there's recording of the dad and son talking about that there was talk and recording of Ahmed it was seen five times around those houses where all it was reports of stuff being stolen and that had heard had a gun one of those times. And Georgia citizens can perform citizens' arrest, and that's what we're going to do. So if they get acquitted, just wait for the country to fucking burn. Oh, look, look, look. I've heard the stories about this guy looking around, and, and this is what I have to say about that. The Ahmed Arbery. And, and by the way, I saw something this week. We have to find out what the two guys' names are. Because Ahmad Arbery is not on trial here. He's a young man that was killed in the streets. Now, they never found any of the stolen goods at his house or stolen things. And I had heard the story that he had been around these houses looking around. Now, I will say this. When, uh, when I lived in the big house in Roseville, in the big house that I lived in, in Roseville, during the building process, and that's what was happening, was houses were being built where this guy was looking around. During the building process, they allow people to come and walk through the houses. I know this because my roommate at the time was a contractor. And he wanted to do all kinds of special things in the house, but he couldn't do them. Because people would say, oh, well, we want this. And it's stuff that wasn't offered to them. Archways, things like that. Instead of big square, you know, room entrances, you could put it. He wanted to put archways in there. He could not do that until we got the keys. Because, and I'll never forget, the first day that, uh, that I got to go look at the house while it was being built, and it was being it was, it was getting close to being done. I walked through the house, looked at everything, you know, and all of a sudden, oh, hello, hello. Uh, yes, we're going to buy a house that's right down the street. We just wanted to see your house. Because people didn't live in our house. They didn't buy our house, but they were allowed to walk in and out of there. Now, I don't know if that 
law changes in every state or if the rules are different in different states. But it sounds like Georgia is allowed to do that. And maybe that's what Mr. Arbery was doing. When three racists, a dad and a son, and the guy filming, chased him down and shot him in the streets. I will say this right now. If those two are acquitted somehow or those three are acquitted somehow, America will burn down. Even though Black Lives Matter isn't there right now. They're they're dealing with other stuff. But if that case turns out not to go the right way, I'm just telling you. And the right way is those three people, at least two of the three, on death row. Uh, If they acquit those knuckleheads and making people better put boards on every window and stock up on vital spot, you're absolutely right. Now, those guys' trial seems like it's just a formality. Those men hunted him down. They deserve maximum penalty. Never mind the fact that the victim may or may not have been a thief. They're not uh, the law, nor did they properly arrest him. It's going to be bad, exactly, Ogre, Alicia says. I've watched that video, and it was terrible. But the further evidence that comes out, it makes me go, ooh, uh, I see where the heads were at. If he tried to take the gun from them, I understand Arbery's reason for protecting himself, but I also see why McMichael shot him. This is going to be nasty. I'm just telling you, it's going to be nasty. Didn't the guy, didn't one of the guys, didn't McMichael on the, on the, on the stand the other day kind of fuck himself? I haven't been following the story because I, 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 I only want this story to go one way, and that's those guys get killed. They are former whites. Now, those guys are fucking known white supremacists. They were in and out of Klan meetings. They've been on an, a Klan's roster. I don't think that they're going to get off. I, I honestly, in, in my heart of hearts, I don't think they're going to get off. Um, okay, now back to UC Davis, because Arise says, oh, I've seen this story. The UC Davis has defunded their police department. No, he's not retarded. Yeah, I, I would think that they are. I, I, I mean... Or you might be legally retarded. I, yes, UC Davis, you are. You, you are definitely retarded for doing that. The Sacramento Area College will uh, axe three vacant uh, police jobs and retain others. It will instead hire two analysts and one person to help train fire staff to answer mental health calls. Another three officers will be retained as non-traditional support staff that will show up in bikes or electric vehicles and point students to resources. Oh, okay, so this is what's going to happen. A girl at UC Davis is going to be getting raped, and somebody's going to call it in, and these three non-police officers are going to show up in a golf cart, and they're going to go, ma'am, if you need help, the, the, poli- the police department of Davis is about six miles that way. Do you need a towel to clean yourself up down there? Uh, if I am to believe. See, this is the thing that, that I don't understand. 
You know, it was only what? Arise, you can help me with this because you've been on college campuses a lot. Um, isn't there a known presence of a, a, a date rape like culture on college campuses? Isn't there a rape culture on campuses? Didn't we hear that just a couple years ago? Yet, we're getting rid of police departments on college campuses that have rape cultures going on there. And in today's world, today's world, like, I I watch these videos. I watch Charlie Kirk. I watch Ben Shapiro. And, yes, they are super right wings. And, okay, so you want to list me as a super right wing? You go right ahead and list me as ever you want. I don't care. But these people, some of these people get very, very worked up and they get angry. I saw a video this weekend of a guy who just had a sign that said, Jesus is the way. It's all. Okay? Jesus is the way. That's all his sign said. He wasn't even preaching. He was just standing there. And he was accosted by three college students screaming at him. One was pointing her finger right in his face. Get off our fucking campus. Jesus is the way. They could have kept walking because he had every right to be on the sidewalk. He wasn't on private property. Yet these three young ladies lost it on it. I tell you this right now, they're lucky that wasn't me. Because, bitch, you start jumping up in my face and start clap-talking me, guess what? I'm fucking, I, I am putting you on the ground. I'll go to jail. I don't give a fuck. You want to think that you're Billy Badass? Well, I'm going to tell you, you ain't. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, yeah, there was a, a rape culture. That's what they called it on college campuses. Uh, Ogre says those UC Davis cops can't get jobs at Baylor. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Shit. We just had that baseball team incident at Davis, too, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Weren't they, like, sticking dildos in other players' asses and all kinds of shit like that, and they're beating them with dildos? Every college has a Title IX coordinator who tries to educate kids on sexual assault, but you still need the police. Well, no, they don't need that. It rise. Come on. It's UC Davis. They don't need that there. They've got a task force involved. And they're going to have they're going to have resource people. Oh, you were raped? Well, I have a pamphlet for, for what it's like to be raped. I'm sure as, as someone who's never been raped and never wants to be, because I think it is the worst crime out there. Um I don't necessarily think that, what are they calling this? Uh, these uh, these wonderful, wonderful uh, people that show up, these resource counselors. I don't think a pamphlet's going to really fucking quench my thirst when it comes to my thirst for fucking getting justice. Showing up in a golf cart. Me, me. Uh, if you're getting raped right now, raise your hand, please. Are they just going to hand out rape whistles and hope that police miles and miles away can show up in time? 
To say I don't have respect for the University of California, Davis, is quite the understatement. You are deciding now, because it fits the narrative, the liberal narrative, to defund the police. You are putting, in my eyes, children's lives in danger. And I know they're not children. They're 18, 19, 20-year-olds there. You're putting young people's lives in danger without a police force. Uh, Rice says, okay, so each year colleges have to produce a crime stats report. Let's check back on them in a year and compare. Oh, well, well, Rice, see, that's the dangerous part there is because they're the ones that are going to be in charge of these crime stats. Do you think they're going to stat every crime? Oh, that was just a misunderstanding. I understand what you're saying, and I agree completely, but I don't trust these people. Ogre says every frat on campus just high-fived each other and raped a bunch of women to celebrate. What is going to happen there? Boy, that Ogre, you bring up something very interesting because we just had another hazing incident happening at a college. With no police, no campus cops there, Let's say a fraternity is having some sort of wild toga party. Plenty of underage people will be there. Fraternities do not card at the door. Especially women. I'm just saying. The drunker they can get a girl, the better. That, that, that's most of their fucking first guidelines in fraternity houses. Yeah, we get fined by the feds if we don't. Well, I'm sure. I, I, I mean, uh, clearly, uh, clearly reporting it's pretty strict. Uh, you got a bunch of smart people that are going to try to find their way around it. I'm just got. That's all I'm saying. Of course, they go back to the 2011 incident when they they used the pepper spray on the people that were sitting in. Well, yeah, they used the pepper spray on them because they should have been. They told them to leave, and they weren't leaving. How often do I, this is the thing I don't get. Like, they go back to this. I remember I was living in Sacramento at that time. When them kids got fucking pepper sprayed by the UC Davis police. That was my police department of the year for doing that because, man, that was some pungent fucking spray. This is the thing I don't understand. This is what I don't get. And maybe, I, I, I don't know. When police tell you to do something and you don't do it. When you have these protesters sitting there and they're not doing, they didn't get a, 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 a license to, to be there to have that area. They're blocking areas that people need to use to get through. So they are being, they, they aren't, they have the right to protest, but you can't, Deny people's ability to get around in your protest. So they're protesting. They're blocking people. Police department comes and tells them to leave. No, we're not going anywhere. Okay. Um, can you please leave? No, we're not going anywhere. 
please, with sugar on top. Nope, we're staying here. Okay, what if I pay you $1,000? Will you leave? Nope. How long do police have to put up with it? I'm not talking about using deadly force. But how long before police can use things like pepper spray? Or even better, the canine units. Oh, I'd have sent the canines in before I fucking deploy the pepper spray. You want to watch some motherfuckers run? You get some German shepherds in there. Because how long do they wait? Do the cops have to sit there, I don't know, for three weeks? And by the way, when these kids end up failing the classes because they've been there for three weeks, they'll say, well, look, we were protesting, so we get to take those classes again for free. No, that's not how it works. You failed that class. Well, I was standing up for something I believed in. This was all part of the whole Occupy movement. Tell you what, next time I go to California, I'm going to UC Davis. Oh, man, any stores on that campus, the bookstore, I'm going in there and fucking robbing that thing blind. I'm getting iPods, fucking computers, whatever the fuck I want, because they ain't going to do nothing because they ain't got no damn police force. All right, let's see. At his freedom party. I appreciate it. Okay, there's the okay signs. All right. That's an okay sign. Here he's doing the okay sign. Okay. And then uh, here, doing the okay sign. I do not see a Heil Hitler sign. I appreciate you sending me this. When Heil posted his million-dollar bail, he went to a bar to celebrate with his mom and his buddies from the Proud Boys group. He drank beer and had a good time with his friends. Now, him drinking beer, do they have different drinking ages there? Uh, They took these pictures. They're flashing the Heil Hitler sign. Nobody's flying the Heil Hitler sign. Heil Hitler sign is right hand uh, with your fingers pointed to the sky. The OK sign is not the Heil Hitler sign. Uh, keep in mind, bad people do whatever they can to not appear like bad people. This includes racist people having friends from other races, so they can use them to look good in public. What matters is what they do behind closed doors out of public view. Maybe I'm being too sensitive. Maybe I'm wrong. These pictures are not the same thing as Eddie Murphy doing Buckwheat or Arnie States doing the lawn joke. This is why I keep saying uh, I don't like Kyle as a person, but he's still innocent. That Look, look, look. I think that last part right there, Christopher, is the best thing that you said. I don't think you should like, you don't have to like Kyle Rittenhouse. Like I said, I think Kyle Rittenhouse is a fucking dork. He's a dweeb. He wouldn't have been cool enough to hang out with us at the cool guy table. And yes, we did have a cool guy table. But he's still innocent of the crimes he's charged with. Absolutely, that's all. I don't like O.J. Simpson. Still innocent of all the charges that he was uh, charged with. That's the main thing. And and once again, I, I still, I, and you and I could have a debate on this. I don't know how this is a racially motivated crimes that he did. I don't, I don't get it. But there you go. Christopher, I do appreciate it. Thank you for sending me in, but those are not the Heil Hitler things. He's giving the okay. 
And that's been debunked everywhere. It's not really a racist sign. Harrison says, I like OJ. Well, you're friends with OJ, and you haven't got him on the show. If you get OJ on this show, I will be nice to OJ the rest of my life. By the way, what happens when you get rid of police and you start doing stupid things? Well, let me tell you. A Nordstrom's in San Francisco was looted by 80 people over the weekend and ransacked. They had ski masks on, crowbars, and a bunch of weapons, and they went through Nordstrom's like a a hot knife through butter. Oh, by the way, the Louis Vuitton shop there in Union Square, right on that corner of Union Square, it's on the, I want to say, the west side of, I've seen it, I've been in there. Right over by Neiman Marcus, guess what? It was rubbed over the weekend as well. They lost like, I don't know, $40,000 worth of stuff. So they lost like two purses. But you see, this is what happens when you get rid of police presence. I think it's hysterical. I think it's funny as shit. Oh, we don't need police here in Union Square. Oh, okay. And in California, you are not going to be charged with a crime if you steal less than $900 worth of stuff. Well, okay. Fine by me. I'll get me a couple pair of five. I'll get a pair of $500 shoes in. Nike Town is kind of kitty-cornered to where the Louis Vuitton shop is. I'll just walk across there, get me some Nikes. As someone who's used the OK sign and grew up with it, I refuse to have it taken used now as a new symbol of hate. I say we old school fuckers take it back. It was never taken. It was an it. Look, look. If the Proud Boys want to go around using it, then they're just part of the whole stupid troll system. It was trolls on the dark web that wanted to have fun and wanted to make something up, and they did. They gathered lots of people using the OK sign, and they said, these people are racist, and this is their signaling point. It's exactly what they, look it up. Don't believe me? Look it up. (sighs) Kale says, I'll meet OJ. I want his signature on a USC jersey. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm not a sex wife. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, so if you need any stuff for Christmas this year, let me tell you, California has the best shopping. You could get away with spending close to pretty much nothing. And now the scariest story of the day. If you think I haven't scared you yet, well, let me warn you. It's coming right here and right now. Because our man, our leader, our guy. Corn Pop was a bad dude has announced over the weekend that Joe Biden is going to run for re-election. I remember walking in in the Senate chamber, uh, in the Senate gym, uh, like in a YMCA, the, uh, the men walk around between the shower and the stalls with nothing on. I felt guilty I was fully clothed. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn 
uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Joe Biden, you're not a president. You're a piece of shit. Country is doomed. Holy shit. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans. Holy but shit. Because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. He will be running again. <laughs> At least he thinks he is. There is no. Look, he, he's the incumbent. I understand. They're probably not going to kick him out, but there is no way. That's no way. Harrison says, I'll ask him, Arnie. OJ offered to be on my news station when I worked there, but they said no. Hey, if I ain't got to pay OJ, OJ can come on this show, and he and I can cut it up. No pun intended there. I'd love to have OJ on the show. If he's going to call in, I would love to have OJ Simpson on the show. I would ask him all the questions is, what is it like to be you? Like, I, I'm fascinated. Like, what is it like to be OJ Simpson? You have to hear jokes. You have to. What do you do when you hear those jokes? What about this story? It, and I would, I would ask him. I would, I would flat out ask him about this serial killer that was allegedly like there, there's a whole movie about it. How this serial killer who was who was remodeling and redoing the inside of Nicole Brown Simpson's house, who she had a little fling with, but he knew O.J., but O.J. called him a different name than she knew him as. And this guy was a prolific serial killer. I'd ask about that. I'd ask you about his football stories. Absolutely. What's it like to win the Heisman Trophy? I'd love to have that. Every time you play a Biden clip, it needs to be followed by Greta saying blah, blah, blah. Okay, so let's try that. I don't think he's going to be giving medical advice, A. That's not the role of any president. He would say, get your shot today. There is no time to waste. Blah, blah, blah. It's a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. Blah, blah, blah. I promise you. The president has a big stick. Blah, blah, blah. I do like that. That's pretty good. Hey, OJ, do you still run through airports? Hell yeah, I'd ask him that shit. Was that your idea, OJ? I would talk about the naked gun. Shit, yeah. Hey, if you talk to him, he is more than welcome on this show. By the way, today's jokes. Today's jokes. Uh, what's the difference between Kyle Rittenhouse and LeBron James? Kyle doesn't miss shots under pressure. Oh, we have the LeBron story. It's coming up in the next segment. Do not worry about that. Uh, what does Nancy Pelosi have between her boobs that AOC doesn't? Her belly button. And the last one is, oh, because today was a magic number 500 on TikTok. So I put my biggest one up there. How do you stop a dog from humping your leg? Pick him up and suck him off. Let's see. Has it been blocked yet? Has it been kicked off? Because that one got over a million views the first time I ever put it up. 
Look at that. Nope, hadn't been kicked off. Ooh, this joke's doing good. Okay, there you go. Kyle drank three beers at his party. It's perfectly legal in Wisconsin because his mom was there. Okay, thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. So there you go. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixer. We come back, we have to go over the NFL and this LeBron James story as well. Just a little bit south of Saskatoon Take my guitar for board and room Met a little girl, her name was June A little bit south of Saskatoon Me and Junie maybe got on fine Till I had to move on hook the line that girl I'd be back soon A little bit south of Saskatoon Went up to Nome to see the sights Patty in the watch Then Northern Lights Put ahead my A little bit south of Saskatoon So I caught a freight and headed back Traveling down that real track Kept thinking of my honeymoon A little bit south of Saskatoon A little bit south of Saskatoon In the winter time when we can't farm Me and Junie may sit arm in arm By big old fire and honeymoon A little bit south of Saskatoon
somebody in the old grocery store. I can't wait. Looking forward to that shit. Uh, All right, let's cover uh, the NFL from yesterday. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about college. Not really, but, I mean, the Longhorns are just terrible. Nothing really big happened in college football this weekend. This upcoming weekend is rivalry weekend. We're going to have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on the show on Wednesday. Talk about Auburn, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. Big rivalry games this weekend. We'll take all that into account. But first, we have to talk about this weekend on the old gridiron in the NFL. We'll start with my beloved Dallas Cowboys who, you know, I just don't understand sometimes that team. I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. How about this, no, no, you can't, no, you can't yell that today. I don't understand this team. Come out last week, just put an ass whooping on Atlanta. And I know Atlanta's a terrible team, but they beat some good teams this year. They lose to the, the, the Denver Broncos two weeks ago, and it, they look like a team that never even taken the field before. Then we get yesterday's game against the Chiefs, who aren't having a great season. Yeah, they aren't really even having that great. They they they're middle of the road this year at best, at seven and four. Yeah, a little bit better than middle of the road. A little bit better, not much better, but a little bit. The defense played outstanding. I have to give it up. Uh, the, the defense played fantastic. Only give up 19 points to the Chiefs at home. Huge. Now, Amari Cooper was out due to COVID protocol, which I think is stupid. And then C.D. Lamb suffered a concussion during the game. He was taken out, meaning both those guys are probably going to miss Thursday's game. Look, Raider fans, you want to give me shit on Thursday? That's fine. Two of our biggest weapons are going to be out. You're probably going to beat us. We benched our offensive lineman from the University of Texas, Cooper. Yeah, they benched him because of penalties this year, and the guy who replaced him sucked. Hopefully Tyrone Smith can come back and shore up the offensive line. Cowboys just looked like dog shit yesterday. Dak Prescott looked terrible. 
overthrowing guys left and right. They lost to a Red Raider legend. Jesus. That, that's a stretch. But let's talk about the Raiders, who got beat yesterday by the Bengals. 32 to 13. What happened, Raiders? I'll tell you what's happened. This team cannot catch a break this year. Look, I, if, if I feel bad for any team in the league, it is the Raiders. First of all, you have the weirdest owner in all of pro sports. Secondly, your head coach, your head coach gets fired and now is suing the league and suing the Raiders, and he's going to win. Then you have a receiver go out, and have you heard the latest on this receiver, the guy who got drunk and killed that woman? His lawyers are trying to get thrown out due to the fact that firefighters didn't show up in a timely enough fashion. He wants to check firefighters' text messages about the fire that incinerated a woman and her dog. Which, by the way, has nothing to do with him driving drunk and killing that woman and her dog and hurting his girlfriend in the process. He's done for. And the Raiders had to deal with that as a team as well. This is a team that cannot catch a break. Life's not fair. I know it. I already know that life's not fair. But come on, just a break every now and then for a team, for Christ's sake. It, it, look, it, I, I, I personally think that the season is over for the Raiders. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to rub it in on Raiders fans. But you've been snake bit, and you don't have a real head coach. N- not NFL level. You don't have a head coach. I like your GM. I think your owner's weird. I, I don't think your owner embraces anything of his dad's philosophy until he starts slicking his hair back and wearing cooler-looking running suits. That's it. Trying to place blame on someone else? Fuck that piece of shit. Well, that's mainly his lawyer doing that, but that's what lawyers are supposed to do, and that's why people hate lawyers. We'll see if the Cowboys win easy. I, I hope they win. I don't like losing on Thanksgiving. As long as Tony Romo's not our quarterback, we have a chance of winning on Thanksgiving. And he'll be calling that game, too. God damn it. Shit. Detroit has the early game. Troy's going to be at that game. We get stuck with fucking Romo's sorry ass. So going over the games this week, in tonight's game, the Giants are at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are going to win that game easy. I'm just telling you that right now. Giants are terrible. Uh, Colts, now now see, here's another team. I was all on the Bills bandwagon. And the Bills are losing games to teams they should be beating, and they are getting drubbed. 41 to 15. Uh, Bills, where's your defense? Uh, Jared Allen only threw for 209 yards. That's fucking weak. The Bears, the Bears had, this was their shot at winning because Lamar Jackson wasn't playing for the Ravens. The Ravens still won 16 to 13. 
The Ravens, I think, are a for-real team. They can win with a backup quarterback against the shitty Bears. Good for them. The Browns beat the Lions. I will never call the Browns a real team. The Lions just suck. And the team that I thought was the best team in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans, go out and lose to the Houston Texans. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Is it because they signed Adrian Peterson? And he's older than Methuselah, but he wants to break records? He doesn't care about winning. He cares about fucking padding his stats. He should be cut. Oh, I'll get to the Niners here in a second, Ogre. The Vikings beating the Packers? What happened to the Packers? I thought the Packers were for real. Kirk Cousins goes out there and lights them up like a fucking pinball machine. Dolphins beat the Jets. We all knew that was going to happen. The Saints. Saints go out and lose to the Eagles. The Redskins and Panthers, who cares? Both those teams are just awful. Cam Newton coming back to the Panthers is, is the worst thing that could have ever happened to the Panthers. They lose at home to the Washington football team. They lost to a team that doesn't even have a mascot. Niners destroyed the Jaguars, and they should have. You cannot lose that game. The Cardinals led by one Colt McCoy from the University of Texas. The second, and I put an asterisk by that because the fucking offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, for the Cowboys is the winningest college quarterback of all time, even though he didn't play in a real division, didn't play in a real conference. Colt McCoy sure as fuck did. And then last night's game, once again, has me throwing my hands up with the Chargers. Are the Chargers a real team? Heck of a game, 41-37. I didn't watch it. I was watching SummerSlam. Cam performed well. What about Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy lit it up. Threw for 328? Fuck. I would say that Colt McCoy is probably the best backup in all of the NFL. I'll give give the tech legend Cliff Kingsbury some credit for having a quarterback that kicked his ass every year (laughs) as a quarterback on his team. But, man, the NFL is just a crapshoot now. I hate parity in the league. I do. I I truly hate it. I don't like when teams like the Jags can beat somebody or like the Texans beating the Titans. I don't like that. I don't think that's good for the NFL. I think that's shit. I enjoyed every minute of Cam failing, screaming, I'm back, and the skin said, (laughs) so enjoyed that one. Yeah, that one's good shit right there. Um, the games on, uh, let's, let, let's just take a look real quick. Um, Thursday games, and I'm going to go over these games with Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, got the Bears and Lions on early. Boy, that's one that nobody's watching. Raiders, Cowboys, middle game. 
late. It, well, and then NBC has the late game, the Bills and the Saints. So we'll, we'll go over the entire schedule with Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday we will. Now, this next story happened last night, and I watched it. I I, I seen the video. I seen the video a number of times. LeBron James. Mariota is better. Well, Mariota isn't even on a team right now. Didn't the Raiders release him? If Mariota's better, how's he not on an NFL roster? I'll take Colt McCoy every day of the week. Um, LeBron James last night, playing against the Detroit um, Pistons, almost a malice in the palace part two last night. LeBron standing on the free throw line and elbows the shit out of Isaiah Stewart. I mean, it's a blatant elbow. Throws an elbow. Busts the dude's eye wide open. And you didn't think this guy was going to react to that? I mean, he's bleeding all over the place. It looks like an old school cage match with Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. Daddy. I thought he got released, Douglas. Mike D says, and the Niners back. We'll see Sunday against Minnesota. Huge game. And even though Seattle sucks, they have to win that one, too, next week. They can't win up there to save their lives. They win these two, and I'll jump on the, their back bandwagon. But this video is fantastic. If you haven't seen the Isaiah, here's the video. I'll, I'll post it for you guys to see in the story. LeBron was kicked out of the game, and rightfully so. LeBron should be fined thousands upon thousands of dollars. He should get fined just as much as Isaiah Stewart for the elbow that he threw on purpose. I got to tell you, I used to really like the Lakers as an organization. I thought they were a class group. I really did. And LeBron has done nothing but bring them down since he's been there. And this isn't just my regular hatred of LeBron James. This right here, this incident right here, proved to me why he will never, ever be deemed the greatest of all time. Because the greatest of all time wouldn't have to resort to that. That's weak, that's weak sauce right there. That is nothing but weak sauce. So there you go. That happened last night. and God damn. Now, huge story. I, I don't understand this. I thought that the city of Oakland just uh, granted approval for a new ballpark on the waterfront in Oakland. The Oakland A's have put in an offer on a plot of land in, are you ready? Las Vegas. Where they're talking about building a $1 billion baseball park. Team president Dave Caval said Friday he didn't specify where the land was located, but noted the bid to try to secure a site signals things are getting more serious. In Las Vegas. Why are they turning Vegas into the new Oakland? You got the Raiders. I mean, thank God, I guess, that the Warriors have moved to San Francisco. 
Oakland has nothing now. I don't even think they have a WNBA team anymore. And <laughs> Oakland is a shithole with terrible fans. Look, look, I ain't going to shit on their fans. The Raiders fans have been loyal fans the entire time. A's fans don't go because the ballpark is a piece of shit. It's the same stadium they use for the Raiders. But that ball, that look, that is not a baseball conductive stadium or conducive stadium. Stadium sucks for baseball. It always has and it always will. You you can get good pitch. It's funny to watch pitchers pitch in Oakland and they get their ERAs way down because the foul territory is bigger than the fair ter- territory almost. You put them in some of these new little cracker boxes. Cracker Jack box stadiums, and they get lit up like the 4th of fucking July because they're used to pitching in Oakland. <laughs> Oakland is still a terrible city, and no one wants to be or go to Oakland. Well, as, as a former resident of Northern California, I have to say I did not enjoy going to games in Oakland. I didn't like going to concerts in Oakland. I, I just didn't like Oakland. The Raiders shit on their fans every year. And the fans still went, though. That was the funny thing. Raiders fans still fucking showed up. In their face paint, in their spiked shoulder pads, Raiders fans showed up. I I can't shit on Raiders fans. I make fun of them all the time, but hey, they are loyal. I respect that. Unlike Cowboys fans... Cowboys, look, look, I've been a Cowboys fan since, well, I was born. And I've never, ever wavered. I hate some of the players the Cowboys have had, but I always have been and always will be a Cowboys fan, first and foremost. All these Cowboy fans that bought seats to the new stadium have their season tickets when the team's not doing good. They sell their tickets to opposing fans. Not me. Uh Uh-uh, if I had season tickets, I'd go. If I had season tickets and parking, I would go. I don't give a shit. I don't care if they're winning or losing. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I got tickets to the game. I'm going. Uh, The team president, uh, Dave Cavill, said, we're kind of moving from a phase of research data gathering to action around a final site. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manafred, who sucks balls, has given the A's the green light in May to start exploring Las Vegas as a possible relocation market. Now, once again, what happened with the waterfront? I thought the waterfront deal passed. Uh, pre-game tailgate parties were still my favorite. I had so much fun there. What, at Raider games or Cowboy games? Adults that wear face paint are reprobates. Reprobates. Oh, man. That's too big of a word for me. I don't even know what. What does that? Hold on a second. Let me see. I got to Google this definition. 
An unprincipled person often used humorously or effective. Reprobate. Okay. All right. Hey, that's a good word, Harrison. That's why you're college educated and I'm not. I thought the city wanted the A's to do a bunch of city uh, city repairs to do something they had said no. I saw that uh, that they had approved the, the the lakeside, like, oh, so they have to fix up that area. The team has to fix up that area. The city of Oakland is stupid then. They're losing out on revenue, and a brand-new ballpark, the ballpark that they were talking about building in Oakland, was pretty spectacular looking. Everybody says the best stadium in all of baseball is the Giant Stadium. I don't know what they call it now, if it's City Field or if it's AT&T Giants. I don't know what they call it because they've changed the name 58 times, and I hate that. Once again, I still will call it the Staples Center in L.A. Uh but this stadium was actually going to rival the Giants stadium. Everybody said, I, I hate the Giants stadium, but that's just me because you have to walk up to get to any seat there. I think that, that to me is dumb. I think you walk in and you should be at or uh, you should be above field level when you walk into the stadium. That's just me, though. Uh, all right. Other stories in the world of sports. I got to do this one. This is such a weird story that's going on right now. Has anybody been paying attention to this uh, tennis player out of China named Ping Shui? Her name is Ping Shui. (laughs) Ping Shui, she's all put together. (laughs) Um. Miss Shui wrote in a post on Weibo, a Chinese social media platform, that's not good to write on those, that she was, uh, she was the victim at the hands of China's former vice president or vice premier, Zhang Gasoi, of a sexual abuse case. She wrote that, and then all of a sudden, she disappeared. Nobody had seen or heard this young girl in the last two weeks. The post was taken down, and no one had seen her. Rural Tennis Association CEO Steve Simon is demanding a full investigation into her claims. But now it seems like uh, the president of the International Olympic Committee, who, by the way, I wouldn't trust him as much as I trust the, the former vice premier of China. How does Oakland's mayor have a job, the Golden State Warriors and the Raiders, now the A's? I, I don't know. I have no idea, EGV3. Well, allegedly, she had a phone call with the president of the International Olympic Committee. Not saying where she's been or anything, but he's like, oh, yeah, she's fine. She's just resting. 
isn't that interesting that the IOC, who, by the way, will be in China in February hosting the 2022 Winter Games. Isn't that amazing? You want to talk about crooked like a question mark? I don't know who's worse. China, the IOC, or the people that run FIFA? And it was announced that yesterday we're at the one year away from the World Cup beginning in Qatar. Man, FIFA is going to be running a soccer tournament in the Middle East? Boy, nothing bad is going to happen there. Motherfucker, please. I mean, damn. How does it get worse than that? If I'm Cristiano Ronaldo or, or, or Messi or any of these soccer players, you get to play in the World Cup. I know it's the World Cup and it's fantastic and everything. But the World Cup in the Middle East, I'm just going to say, you, you, you can go ahead and count me out of that one there, Chief. Rob Manifit is the worst. Anyone moving games from Georgia so they can watch the Masters is corrupt. Well, he moved the games from Georgia because they're voting laws. And then he went and watched the Masters. And then he had to come back to Georgia and give them their World Series ring. I think that's fucking poetic justice. Rob Manifred is a piece of garbage. I mean, wait, look, look, we could, we could talk about this. Who is the worst commissioner? I mean, right now, Adam Silver seems like he is the best commissioner of all sports in the NBA. You got Roger Goodell, who's a piece of crap. Rob Manifred, crap. Gary Bettman still is running the NHL into the ground. Garbage. And you got Adam Silver in the NBA. He's still a bad guy. He's weird. That guy that guy has free candy written out on every one of his car doors. Since we're on sports, what are your thoughts on the Bryson and Brooks match Friday? Uh, not much, honestly, Harrison. Uh, I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm tired of the Bryson DeChambeau and and Brooks Kapka feud. They both hit the ball a mile. Kapka's won what four majors, four or five majors. Brook uh, Bryson has won one. And and I know that the PGA is still trying to keep people interested without Tiger Woods, without anybody that has emotion. And Bryson DeChambeau is about the the closest guy you got to uh, crossover appeal. The best thing to ever happen to the PGA was yesterday when Tiger was shown hitting shots. I did see it, and I, I, I almost started crying. I was so excited because he will win the 2023 Masters. I'm going to give him all the next year to work on his game. Maybe he comes back near the end of 2022. 2023, Tiger Woods is winning the Masters. You heard it here first. Um, but as far as golf goes, look, people don't watch golf anymore, and I'll tell you why. Because golf is fucking boring. 
The reason why they watched, and it was boring with Tiger Woods, except for the fact that he was doing things nobody had done, and now everybody can do those things. He was hitting the ball 340 yards all the time off the tee, and nobody at that time was doing it. Tiger Tiger Woods won the U.S. Open by, what, 15 shots, which is unheard of. Tiger did things that people couldn't do. And the fact of the matter was he wasn't a robot. I've talked about this so much on this uh, on on every meet. This is why people like Tiger Woods. Golfers like Tiger Woods because they can relate to Tiger Woods. When he hits a bad shot, he slams his club into the ground and yells at himself. Every golfer has done that. Okay? Guys like Justin Thomas who go out there and hit a bad shot and then just walk to it, or Jordan Spieth, who I like Jordan Spieth. Obviously, he's a longhorn. But they hit bad shots, and they don't do anything. They don't yell. They don't slam their clubs in the back. People can't relate to that. They don't want that. People followed around Arnold Palmer. Why? Because he was an everyman. Came from a working-class family, and he wore his emotions on his sleeve as well. Jack Nicklaus, who was probably the greatest golfer to ever play, unless you ask me and I say it's Ben Hogan, but then you and I can get into a fight about that. Uh, Jack was the first robot of his kind. And I'll tell you this right now. If anybody wants to say that Tiger Woods never had competition like Jack, you don't know anything about golf. Tiger had Ernie Els in his peak of his career. He had Vijay Singh at the peak of his career. He had Phil Mickelson his entire career. So to say that Tiger didn't have any competition, I think, is such a, a, a disservice to say. And that's the big one right there. EGB3 says, I'm not really a fan of golf, but I will watch when Tiger plays. Name somebody in the game now. You know who was, who was Tiger before Tiger? John Daly was. When John Daly came out with that fucking bleach blonde mullet, and was hitting the ball 330 yards down the middle of the fairway, smoking. Hear stories about him drinking and partying all night long. People still go to golf courses to watch him play. Why? Because he's a regular guy. He's a regular guy that's really good at golf. But then you get these fucking silver spoon-fed guys like Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and Brooks Kapka. These guys are all boring. Bryson DeChambeau, he's about the least boring of them all. But he doesn't get mad at himself. He, He blames everybody else. That's why people don't like him as much. You don't see him yelling at himself on the course. I know this is a little bit inside golf, but but I, I just wanted to get that off my chest for a while. And since Harrison asked... Uh, I, I honestly, I'll tell you this here, I didn't even know that match was going on. That's how I, I'm just not involved. In, it used to be I didn't miss a golf tournament all season long. But now I watch the Masters because it's the Masters. I might turn into the U.S. Open, watch it. British Open, if I remember to wake up early, I'll watch it. PJ Championship, I could give two fucks about. But it used to be I was on all those. 
Cape always has a big dip in when he's golfing. I love to see that. No, I tell you what, if Capeka could loosen up a little bit, instead of being just a, a robotic dick, just to be a dick, take the robot part out, I would watch him more. So there you go. We'll keep an eye on if this girl has actually resurfaced this ping shui. Uh, final sports story of the day. <laughs> this is fucking so bad. It's so bad, it's funny, though. St. John's basketball player Steph Smith was being yelled at by Indiana fans because he's dating an Indiana star's ex-girlfriend. And when this kid ran on the court, they started screaming, Sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds. <laughs> the unidentified girlfriend wasn't in attendance, but her family was at the game. <laughs> the chance identified whenever Smith stepped onto the free throw line. He made five out of six. Uh, and they nearly pulled the 13-point comeback off, but they didn't because Indiana still won. But how bad is that? You're getting screamed at sloppy seconds. I love basketball fans. Oh, that's the best. That is truly the best. Ooh, she's kind of hot. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. She's a transfer student from Vermont. The, the girlfriend, University of Vermont basketball player, Emma Utterbeck, wasn't in attendance, but her family was. Oh, that girl's a basketball player? Good Lord. I figured she'd be in the band, and she'd be a skin flute player, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, not my best work. That's funny, though. That's, that's so good. Basketball is about the only game where you can really get to the people. Baseball players don't hear it. They don't pay any attention. Football players for sure don't hear it. Basketball players, though, man. They're upset because he couldn't please her. <laughs> Were you a fan of Chi-Chi Rodriguez or Chai-Chai Rodriguez? I like Chi-Chi because he did the fucking Zorro thing. But, see, now you're going back to classic golf. You go back to classic golf, I love. Tommy, th there's a golf photo that I want more than anything to hang on my wall. I want a big picture of it to hang next to my Ben Hogan. Guy's name is Tommy Bolt. His nickname was Tommy Lightning Bolt because this guy had the worst temper in, like, golf history. And there's, this, there's a picture out there. He's got like a fedora on, he's wearing a sweater, and he just hit a bad shot, and you can see him, and he's got the club in a baseball-type fucking swing move, and he's about to chuck it in the lake. That's my kind of golfer right there. Oh, I want that photo so bad. But yeah, basketball games, like, like my favorite story, my, my favorite story I, I ever tell from high school Love the WKRP reference. Yeah, oh, WKRP was the shit, man. 
had the turkey drop. Uh, it was my junior year in high school, and we were playing against Garland. I wasn't on the team, but I, I was like, you know, I was like super fan, right? And the senior year, we got the front seats. We got the we got courtside seats because we were seniors. And we, we would show up. We had hats. We were all wearing black L.A. Kings hats or Raider hats. And we had our, our, our nicknames on the side of the hats because we thought we were badass like N.W.A. I was heavy A. Tommy was just T.L. Our buddy Trent was sweet T. But the year before, we're at Garland High School. And uh, Garland High's gym is an old gym. It's the oldest high school in Garland. Just old and shitty, decrepit building. And, like, during the game at halftime, their, their, their drill team performed at halftime. And people, not me, though I was accused of it. It wasn't me because I was in the front row at this game. Uh, they were throwing pennies at the drill team. But the best thing that ever happened at a basketball game at South Garland was uh, our buddy named Shay. Guy from Garland had a breakaway. And Shea followed him the whole way down the court and fucking chopped his feet out from under him when he went for a layup. And this guy upended himself and boom, hit the hardwood with his floor. Well, as soon as he hit, I stood up and the accounting from the entire principal's office the next day was, Arnie, the entire student body stood up right behind you because they knew what you were doing. And I counted to 10 like a boxing referee. And Amy, I mean, I'm pointing. And when I got to 10, I did the, he's out. And the entire student body did that. Oh, I got in trouble. I had to write an apology note to Garland to the Garland player. Oh, it was worth it, though. It was so worth it. Because I could see one of the vice principals. I was in there with the head principal. Mr. Van Horn was the, uh, the, major, the, the main vice principal. And then there was another vice principal. The other vice principal was looking away. Good old Thomas Poor, our principal, Principal Poor, he was just sitting there just shaking his head back and forth in disbelief that I could stand up and lead an entire student body in a count of ten. Getting in trouble, that was, it, that was the greatest. That was awesome. Uh, all right, now, since we got that out of the way, We're going to come back to colleges here in just a little bit in schools, but first we have to get these two entertainment stories out of the way. Did anybody get to see Britney this weekend go off on good old big-titted Christina Aguilera? Oof. Christina Aguilera was at the, uh, I believe, at the, the Latin Grammys or something. And she's busting out of her shirt. God damn. Jesus. Uh, This is on Thursday. They asked Christina Aguilera if she had any communications with Brittany. And Christina has to look back at her manager or whoever's handling her at this time. 
and that person says, oh, we're not doing that tonight. I'm sorry, but thank you, though. And Christina just says, I I can't, but I'm happy for her. And then she's whisked away. Well, Brittany was not happy about that. Whew. Now, Christina, really? Really? You're gonna you're gonna diss a woman who is actually crazy? Brittany came out and said, I love and adore everyone who supported me, but refusing to speak when you know the truth is equivalent to a lie. <laughs> Preach on, Sister Brittany. 13 years, this is the quote continuing, 13 years being in a corrupt, abusive system, yet why is it such a hard topic for people to talk about? I'm a hard topic for people to talk about? Well, you do make the topic hard. Uh, I'm the one who went through it. All the supporters who spoke up and supported me, thank you. Yes, I do matter. Lady Gaga came out and talked glowingly about Britney Spears. She says, the way I was treated in the business was wrong. And that way that women are treated in the industry is something that I wish we could change. I think we will forever be an inspiration to women, Gaga says in her clip. Or there's a picture of when Britney and Madonna and Christina Aguilera were all fucking whoring it up on the MTV Awards. God damn, that's hot. Now, Britney's changed remove, and I'm waiting for some popcorn-worthy TV. Who needs TV with free Britney? <laughs> Ratburger, you are correct, sir. Oh, God damn. Wow. Yikes. Now, let me just tell you, I will be way excited about this if something is announced that involves Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and cream corn. I, I'm telling you, it would be the match of the century. Brittany against Christina in either. If you want to have it, I don't care. Cream corn, fucking have it. And coleslaw, have them wrestle in applesauce. I don't care. You want to talk about pay-per-views that would break the internet? You get a fucking match between Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and some sort of side dish. Hey, it's Thanksgiving week. If they want to wrestle, you get all them cans that you make pumpkin pie with. You get all them and you empty that into one of them big old kiddie pools and let those two gals go at it. I'm just telling you right now, instant billion dollars. Oh, man. Oh, if they wrestle in nacho cheese. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you right now. If they wrestle in nacho cheese, I'm going, and I'm dipping chips in there. <laughs> that corn wouldn't be the only thing creamy in the room, ogre. Oh, man. I don't want Lady Gaga anywhere near there. She, it, there's something wrong with Lady Gaga's face. She kind of looks like, I don't want to say a gargoyle, but I'll say it, a gargoyle. Rihanna looks like a pug. Katy Perry's gotten fat. I'm just telling you right now. It's like Katy Perry is still pregnant. 
I don't like Ariana Grande. I think she's too much of a fucking bitch. You put Britney and Christina together. Ooh, have them wrestling baked beans. Heated up baked beans. Not like like burn-worthy or scolding hot, but just hot baked beans. Hey, Vince McMahon, what Arnie just said is how you saved the WWE. Hey, Tony Khan, you want to beat the WWE? Yeah, do my match. We have side dish wrestling on TV. That would be my wrestling organization. Side dish wrestling. (laughs) Tonight. Megan Fox takes on Kourtney Kardashian in a vat of hummus. See, I picked Kourtney because she doesn't have the repulsive ass that the other twos are. There you go. All right, so Brittany's there. Now, uh, good old, good old, uh, God damn it, I got to say her name. Do I really have to say this bitch's name? The chick who had a new record come out last week, Adele. Hello. Yes, hello, Adele. We're going to talk about you. It's me. I, I know it's you, hon. I was wondering no. if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I, I don't want to meet you. I'm just going to talk about your new record that you have gotten Spotify to get rid of their shuffle button. Now, look. There's a, there's a famous scene in the movie Boogie Nights where the guy's all hopped up on crack and he's got a little Chinese guy lighting firecrackers. And he talks about why people hate music. And it's because you have to listen to it in a certain way. And he doesn't want to do that. He's going on some crack bender talking about it. Well, Adele has made it clear. Uh, hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. I, I know. I'm talking about your new record. I was wondering no. if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, no, I, I, I don't want to meet you. And I hear that your new album is not that good. Spotify has agreed to get rid of the shuffle buttons while listeners are listening to her new album because she says it throws off, oh, blimey, it throws off the flow of the songs. There are 12 tracks on her 30 album, which she calls her Ride or Die Throughout the Most Turbulent Period of Her Life. Let me just tell you something, Maradell. You might have lost all your weight. Look, I'll say this right now. I think Lady Gaga is better looking than Adele. And Lady Gaga is a goddamn fucking barnacle. Don't tell me how to listen to my music. I guess she sat down with Oprah. Why Why in the hell is Adele sitting... Oh, damn it, Arnie. Why is she sitting down with Oprah? Hello. No, nobody cares, hon. It's me. Shut up. I was wondering if no, after I don't all meet you. these years you'd like to meet. No, no, I don't want to meet you at all. So there you go. 
All right, now we got to get back to the schools and things going on. A uh, story was sent to me late, I think, Friday about this story, and then I found it in a different place. California educators are engaged in a calculated and strategic effort to subvert parents and are trying to recruit middle school students into LGBTQ plus clubs. A woman by the name of Abigail Schreier says audio exposes teachers' efforts to do this. I don't have the audio. Why are they not putting the audio on here then? Is this the audio? Is this is this going to play for me? Is this an ad? Uh, Got to get through this. Fuck, 22 seconds is sad. She says, we are seeing coaching and deliberate confusion of our young kids when it comes to gender identity. The author of Irreversible Damage, the Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters. Those are strong words. Parents can never underestimate the level of deception and manipulation. Here she is. Audio of a teachers union conference is the California Teachers Association, the largest uh, public school teachers union in California. And at that conference, among other things, it was recently held in Palm Springs last month, among among other things, um, they discussed, uh, they were given instruction on the surveilling of students um, for, and deception of parents for, um, you know, uh, encouraging their inclusion in LGBTQ clubs. The most alarming thing to me was that they were reading and encouraging other teachers to look at children's Google searches one child, they said, had Googled transgender day of awareness. He wanted to know, you know, this child wanted to know what that was. And they had said, we need to make sure to invite that child back for, you know, that child receives a personal invitation to the LGBTQ club. So the fact that they were targeting children for these personal invitations to their club um, is, is very concerning and that they were coaching other teachers in the surveillance of students uh, for this purpose is, is. Wow. Ogre says teachers swaying children is a myth, like the earth being round. (laughs) Okay, so ask family. Here you go. Here's my question for you. If your junior high aged kid out of nowhere came to you and said they wanted to join the LBTQ plus group, what would your reaction be? Ogre. Ogre says, I'd say, what are you, a fag? No, I, like, like seriously, I, I, I'm wondering about this. I, is this a new fight that you you parents have to put up with now? Because I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, should a kid in junior high know what gay is?
Hang Down Jen says, have at it, son. And I want a T-shirt, proud parent of an alphabet child. I'd ask why. They're not inclusive. You don't fit in their club. I would simply ask why, and I want a reasonable answer. No judgment, but I want honesty. I think the first question I would ask my kid is, are you gay? Would that be wrong of me? I mean, look, I, I don't have kids, so I don't know how hard it is to be a parent. I really don't. And I, and I, I take my hat off to you, parents out there, one and all, that you have the hardest job in the world as raising an adult. But, I mean, <sighs> okay, Ratburger just says, junior high is old enough these days. Grammar school, probably not, at least for 10 to 11-ish and younger, okay? Uh, if you want to be an idiot, it's on you, your choice. I would simply, okay, uh, I'm going through this now. I absolutely don't believe she's an alphabet group. I can tell it's all peer pressure, and I believe she's an idiot. I say an idiot with love. Kids are stupid. Because what happens now? I mean, if these teachers can get enough kids to join the alphabet group, and there's one kid that says no, you know what happens, right? That kid's going to get canceled immediately because they're homophobic. Think about it. You got a bunch of kids that join the alphabet group that aren't gay, but hey, they join the group. And you got one kid that says, no, it doesn't appeal to me. Maybe that kid knows, and it doesn't appeal to that person. They want to do other things, yet they're deemed homophobe because they're not in the group. Uh, I think asking right off the bat if they're gay is going to put them on the defense. But to answer your question about knowing what the difference between gay and straight, my 9 and 11-year-old boys have known what that is. Okay, all right. Like I said, I, I'm not a parent. My, my Look, my kids would know, too, with me yelling on the TV and things like that, especially during the Cowboys games or Longhorns games when I'm using all sorts of colorful language. I, I think I think asking the question, why do you want to join? See, this is such a dangerous time we live in now. Uh, let's see, that person makes the point. Kids need to express themselves. Hell, I know I was 12 or so when I was telling my parents my options. Maybe each kid is different on age, but for me, 12 was old enough to know what I was going to do sort of anyway. Maybe asking my kid if they're gay. I, I would say, what does that what does that group do for you? Maybe that's the way my kid is telling me that he is gay or she is gay. I'm not sure. But once again, having teachers run this and teachers put this into play, these are adults. They're trying to get kids to all do what they want. And I bet you, I, 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 and I'm saying I bet you, 
I'm betting this comes from somebody in a school district that just wants, quote-unquote, the most diverse school district they can get. I don't think that I don't think that schools really care if you're straight or gay. I think schools have gotten to the point, especially public schools, have gotten to the point of how much can I make off these kids? I think there are teachers. Look, I'm not trying to bash the teachers here. I think a majority of teachers are there to make a difference. I've known a lot of teachers, and I think they are there to actually make a difference. I think it's the people that are higher up that are using the kids as guinea pigs. I'd be terrified. I, I, you know what? Let me, let me rescind something. I would almost force my kid to join that club for the simple fact if they didn't want to join that club, how ostracized they'd be. Because we were all kids. We know what it's like to be a kid. And if we didn't go along with what the narrative was, we were ostracized. We were kicked out of the groups. We weren't invited to birthday parties anymore. And now they can get away with saying, well, we didn't invite Johnny because he's against gays. Maybe he's not against gays. Maybe he just doesn't want to fucking stay in a group at school. Did anybody here have young life? We had young life in high school. And this is high school now. We had a group called Young Life. And they were kind of the... The pseudo-Christian group. They were Christian group, but not, not like hardcore. And I'll never forget, I, I went to a couple Young Life meetings just because my friends were there. I was never a part of it. I remember the last time that I went, this one guy, we'll call him uh, Joel. And Joel was an exceptional guitar player. And he pretty much let everybody know how exceptional of a guitar player he was. But I remember I walked into this, and it was like the second or third time I'd ever gone. And this guy, and and by the way, he was a dork. He he was somebody that you're just going to fucking lay the smack down on him no matter what. I'll never forget, I walk into Young Life, and he goes, Oh, you're not out drinking tonight, are you? Not being cool and putting tobacco in your lip? And I, I just sat there and kind of laughed it off. But, you know, it got him. You know, my justice was served later that same school year because that was my senior year. When this bag of shit comes up to me and says, hey, man, uh, are you going to the bonfire tonight after the graduation? Well, duh, of course I was. It was a drinking event. Of course I'm going to be there. I'm the school alcoholic. Uh, hey, man, would, would you mind getting us some beers? Once again, once again, hypocrisy in, in the, the church setting. This is why I hate whole all, all organized religion, because it did teach me what hypocrisy was, first with my mother and then with me. Called me out at a Young Life meeting. Oh, you're not cool by getting drunk tonight, Arnie? Comes up to me. And Tommy has anecdotes about this, too. And Tommy and I still laugh about them today. Um, And Tommy and I did the exact same thing that we we did to this kid all the time. 
Uh, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the beer store after, uh, you know, here in a little bit. What, what do you need? Because well, we want to get like a, a case of beer and, and like three packs of wine coolers. I said, okay, case of beer and three packs of wine coolers, that'd be about 50 bucks. Now, mind you, this is 1990. Case of beer at that time is probably 13 or 14 dollars. And the wine coolers, if I give him three packs of wine coolers, that'd be about another 15 dollars. So I'm making a cool 31 dollars on the side, and I'm buying all my alcohol with that 31 dollars. And I can imagine this new alphabet group being just as judgmental, just as thin-skinned as the Young Life group. There's a group of like five black girls who sang together. I asked if I could try to sing with them. They said, no, I didn't even think about it being that I was white for such a long time. I wasn't racist and had uh, friends of all races. Uh, Let's see. uh... (laughs) You find out by calling out, hey, cocksucker, if your son answers what, dad, you know they're gay. Uh, Brady Kid says, did I miss something? What the fuck does your sexuality have to do with math, reading, history, etc.? That's a great point. Mike D says, nobody cares about your sexual preferences. Don't care about your whiny, fake morale, moral outrage that gays are oppressed. No different than these idiot kids screaming oppression and have no clue of what real oppression is. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get the right sound effect for that, and that would be... Bingo. Yeah. You're totally right there. Uh, it's a young life had a bunch of weirdo Christians. That's what I remember of them. Cowboys Girl says, I found out later I wasn't allowed to sing with that group because I was white. Uh, Ogre says, in my high school, the social clubs were called Bloods and Crips. Brett says, I totally hate all religion as well. Thank you, AS. Nah, no, look, I, I hate organized religion. If you're a religious person, if you're a spiritual person, you believe and you read the Bible and stuff like that, I have no problem. You keeping that to yourself. I think your religion and your spirituality is the most sacred thing to you and should be the most private thing to you. (laughs) Ogre says, Braddy, being gay is important of math, is a part of math. Like the classic math question, how do you fit four gays on one bar stool? <laughs> Turn it over. Oh, man. All right. All right. We got that one. Oh, thank God. Uh, and then our other college story happened at the University of Fordham or Fordham University. <laughs> I love this. This is my favorite thing. You know, the, the pandemic did, it did give us one thing. And it gave us dumbasses who got caught doing dumb things and their lack of being able to come up with a decent excuse. Professor Howard Robinson was on a Zoom lecture. So he's lecturing his class on Zoom. 
and is now suing the university over civil rights violations along with the student that reported it. What was happening was is that Professor Howard Robinson was on break from his Zoom lecture, and a kid turned on their Zoom meeting in to, I guess, go to his next class. Well, he was caught masturbating during a break in 2020. The student, uh, Andrea Morin, captured the act on her phone and made a complaint. He was suspended and then later fired. Morin claims that she failed class and dropped out of school as a result. Now Mr. Robinson or Professor Robinson is suing to have a hearing to contest the allegations. And now the chick is suing and wants to be reinstated on scholarship with a million-dollar payout and damage. Look, 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 look. I don't know what it is. I, I, I really don't. Let me just say this right now. If, if I knew that I was doing some sort of Zoom meeting or I was meeting people and I had to stay at my house, I'm at least going to have shorts and T-shirt on. Okay, the, the, a lot of these people that showed up naked and all this kind of stuff. And then to hear that some guy, okay, we're done with this lecture, leaves his Zoom on. And it, just like Tubin, yes, just like the guy from CNN, decides that he's going to go and rub one out. He is going to go and jerk off. How do you not get out of at least camera distance? Why can't you just walk on the other side of your computer and turn the microphone off? These are people that want to be caught. I am so tired of hearing these stories. I want to be reinstated. You can't be reinstated. You know why? Because, A, if you were doing it, you were probably doing it on purpose. And if you weren't doing it on purpose, you're too stupid to teach at college level because you couldn't even get out of camera fucking view. Oh, I didn't know that was still on. Wiggity, 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 wiggity. I mean, damn. Ogre says, if you're too dumb to turn off the mic and slide the camera shut, then you're too dumb to teach here. Smart people use their mobile devices on the toilet. Oh, correct the mundo. Dumb question. Can you uh, surf the net while being in a Zoom call? I don't think you can, but I don't know. This is ludicrous, though. This guy's suing because his civil rights were violated because he left his camera on. And this girl is now suing. I understand the girl being, uh, well, you know what, no. I, I got to, you know what, I just got to say no. No, I'm putting my foot down. Now look here, you're a college-age girl. You had the ability to shut your Zoom down. But no, instead... You recorded it, and then you turned it in. 
you could have easily just taken a picture, closed your phone, went to administration. But you sat there and filmed him. You sat there and filmed him feeding the geese. Polishing the bishop. Slinging yogurt. Flogging the dolphin. You sat there and watched this all happen. You don't get reinstated. You for sure don't get a million dollars. The professor, you don't get reinstated. You don't get to come back to work because you're too goddamn dumb. I, 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 I was so good at it that my mother never caught me. Punching the scarecrow. Slapping high five to a midget. I mean, feeding the geese, learn something new every day. Yeah, oh, yeah, feeding the geese is a great one. Shooting dice. I hate these people. These people are so dumb that they get caught jerking off. Oh, uh, my, my civil rights were violated. No, you're a fucking jerk off, and you're beaten off just so somebody could catch you. Seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Tomorrow we will be doing listener mail, which is brought to you by JS Floors. We'll be doing all that, and then remember, at the end of today's show, we have to finish off the celebrity ass death match. From Friday, the worst foods ever. You see us coming and you 
I've just been handed an urgent yeah. and horrifying oh, yeah. news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, now today we are going to finish the Mount Rushmore of the worst foods known to mankind. Now, I had one that I was going to do on Wednesday that was very timely. I was going to do the celebrity death match of Thanksgiving dinner. And use all the meals that were included. And then I came up with a better one. Because we're at, right now we're in the kickoff of holiday season. So are you ready for this? This week's Mount Rushmore will be the Mount Rushmore of holiday mascots. That's right. That's right, Tom Turkey, little fellow by the name of Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, I'm working on them all right now. I've got like, a, I, I think I have ten. Did I write down? I wrote that one down. Okay, so I'm at nine. Nine. But I like this. I, I, I like this a lot. Now, maybe Christmas will have more. Uh... Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. Ogre, there you go. Puck's a tawny Phil. Hell yes. That's a mascot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. St. Patrick, the warrior ninja. The great pumpkin. I may have written that one down, Scott. I like it, though. I like, yeah, oh, Ogre, I've got that one on there. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you who's all on the list. But we do have it ready. So that is what we will do on Wednesday. The Mount Rushmore of holiday mascots. Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath, people. A bloodbath, I'm telling you. Oh, I'm excited about this one. I'm very excited about this one. This is one I was kind of like, eh, you know, I, the, the Thanksgiving menu, that was okay. It was kind of all right. But now I have taken it. Stone Cold, the mascot for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, and we will do that on Wednesday. Wednesday's going to be a busy show. We got the, the Mount Rushmore. We got Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. We got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, to round out today's show, we got to round it out with a bunch of stupidity. Our first case is out of Atlanta when a, a quote-unquote active shooter was on the scene at the Atlanta airport. Now, the Hartfield-Jackson airport is either the second, first or second busiest airport in America. It fights with Chicago on that one. Chicago is usually the busiest, O'Hare, but this one is always like second or third or even first. There was not an active shooter. No, 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 no. And, and, and see, this is the thing I, I, I just don't get. I know a lot of gun owners. 
I know that shocks everybody because I live in Texas and I know gun owners. But the one thing that I know about gun owners is how safe and how responsible the people that I know are. Now, does that mean they're all that way? Of course not, it doesn't. But what happened this week was TSA revealed that a property search officer started looking at a bag due to a prohibited item saw in the x-ray. So they're, they're, they're looking at your bags when you go through TSA. And look, I did TSA before it was called TSA. It was just called airport security then. And I caught in, in my year and a half. To, I didn't even work there a year and a half. I think I worked there a year. In my year, I caught nine guns. I caught nine guns and what was it? Like I passed two FAA tests. So I made $1,100 because they gave you $100. If you passed an FAA test or if you caught a gun, they'd give you $100. So the bag search was initiated. And the officer said uh, to the passenger not to touch the property. However, the officer searched the bag. The passenger lunged into the bag and grabbed the gun. And when he grabbed the gun, the gun went off. Now, now I have to say this. This is, this is one of my favorite things about working airport security were the lies that were told. Oh, I had no idea that 357 was in my purse. That was an actual quote from a woman. Do you know how big a 357 Magnum is? Oh, I didn't know that was in there. Oh, you didn't know and it was fully loaded? Yeah, no more guns for you. Some guy in a garment bag, and I kid you not, he got arrested for this one. These are the two catches that I remember really, really well. This guy had a garment bag, so he had a suit in there and stuff. And he had a sawed-off shotgun in there. And, of course, fully loaded. And always, this is like when you get pulled over after a night of drinking, when everybody says, oh, I've had two. Everybody says the same thing. Oh, I forgot it was in there. You forgot a sawed-off shotgun was in your garment bag. That's not even a suitcase, man. This is a bag where you put your suit on there and it folds in half. You have a sawed-off shotgun in there. Well, the guy lunged at it. The gun went off. People heard the gun go off, and it was mayhem at the airport. You look at that bag, and you say... Boy, you might be legally retarded. Yes, Ogre, exactly. Oh, man, those people were the best. Oh, I I didn't know it was in there. Oh, that's weird. It's fully loaded. Oh, my God. And by the way, back then, I think it was illegal to have a sawed-off shotgun. You couldn't have a sawed-off shotgun. But, like, back then, they would detain you. You might miss your flight, and you might get, like, a $1,000 fine. Now, you're going to get thrown in jail for sure, and the fine ranks anywhere between t- between eight dollars and $12,000, if I remember. That's quite a fine for forgetting that you had a gun in your bag. You dumb shit. But see, that guy, that guy right there is just on the same level as anybody 
when we do this one feature. And now, now, it's it's time time for the the World 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 News. News. Daily Report. Now, these stories sometimes are 100% true. Sometimes there's maybe 1% truth in there. But, hey, we're going to do them anyway. Our first story is out of South Dakota, where National Park Service rangers had to rescue an environmental activist who was actually stuck in the nostril of the 26th president of the United States. That's right. Around 9.30 this morning, not today, this was written a few days ago, the Pennington County Sheriff's Office received an emergency call reporting a Kleiner had gotten stuck while ascending in Theodore Roosevelt's nose at Mount Rushmore. Upon arriving, they found a group of climbers trying to help the man stuck in the nostril 51-year-old Gary White, a regional coordinator for Greenpeace in South Dakota, was part of a team of four activists who tried to set a 200-foot-long banner on Mount Rushmore to raise awareness about global warming. National Park spokesman John Whitaker described the case as a delicate rescue operation. Quote, our rangers had to use jackhammers only inches away from his head to extract him while hanging by ropes more than 30 feet off the ground. It was stressful, to say the least. We can't mobilize helicopters and damage our president's faces every time an idiot wants to send a message. Do your thing on the streets or on social media. It's much safer, they say. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, But that's just our first. That's just the first one we got. Oh, we've got more. Oh, yeah. Like, I, are, you, are you ready? Because I got to get it all set up and ready. Here we go. All right. Let's see if I still got it. And now, and now our, our next headline, headline from the from world, world, world. news, news, news daily, 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 daily report. report. Still got it like a motherfucker. Mm-mm-mm. Dateline, Washington, D.C. A security guard at the Smithsonian National Museum of History, was arrested and accused of leading an unusual sex ring in which customers paid to have sex with dinosaur fossils. 57-year-old Leonard Johnson was arrested by D.C. police, along with four other men suspected of being customers. A spokesman for the police department says this unique sex ring had been running for the last two years. Quote, some customers paid up to $15,000 to have sex with a T-Rex or Tricetops fossil. We estimated that the accused has pocketed between $1.5 and $3.5 million over the last two years. As far as we know, there is no similar sex ring in the world, and we were able to determine that it attracted customers from at least 20 different countries. Because who doesn't want to fuck a dinosaur, right? Mr. Johnson faces a total of 87 criminal charges, including 17 charges of extortion, after blackmailing some of the customers and threatening to expose their strained sexual habits. 
He could face a total of 485 years in prison. Boy, that's the one where if you're in the yard, what you in for, man? Murder. What about you? Rape. What about you? Well, I led a sex ring that had sex with fossils. Yeah, you're 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 gonna get stabbed to death in the yard. I'm I'm just telling you right now, you are the weakest link. Did they send that guy the rescue bill? You should have to pay for that shit. Not to mention it's illegal uh, to climb the faces, find them, and bill them. Amen to that. I'm bucking. I came to fuck dinosaurs. <laughs> A sex ring having sex with fossils. Man, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a job at the Smithsonian. I'm going to show up there on time. I'm going to be a model at worker, right? And then I'm going to pimp out the fucking fossils. <laughs> Does it end there? Oh, hell no, it doesn't end there, people. Come on. Come on. We, we, we've got two more at least. Let's do this thing, shall we? And now, another headline from the World News Daily Report. That's fucking gold right there. Dateline San Diego. This incident occurred on University Avenue around 12 in the afternoon when high school students on a lunch break alerted police. San Diego police and paramedics were forced into action when a San Diego homeless man was hospitalized for indecent and lewd acts after he was seen in public having sex with a manhole cover. (laughs) Mr. Stephen Wood claims he was drunk and passed out when he later woke up and found that his genitals were stuck inside the gap of a manhole cover and unable to free himself, asked passerbys. Quote, he doesn't recall what happened. All he remembers is waking up in the street with his pants down and unable to stand up. He believes someone played a prank on him. His testimony does not corroborate eyewitness testimony, which claims he was having frantic sex and grunting and moaning loudly in public. Paramedics were called on the scene when police officers were unable to lift the man from the ground. At one moment, officers and paramedics acknowledged hearing a loud snapping sound, which doctors later confirmed to be caused by severe penile fracture. Oh, that's never good. That's not a phrase any man wants to hear. Penile fracture. Uh, a local citizen alerted authorities at the time alleging that Woods was committing sexual acts on a pumpkin stolen off a private property in the area in plain daylight. <laughs> oh, we, we have a bonus story. Oh, my goodness. A bonus from the World News Daily Report. Let's get to it. And now, and now, and now a, a bonus, bonus from the World, from the World, World News, 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 News Report. report. Telling you, I'm telling you, Fox, CNN, I'm available. I could be your voice guy. Dateline, El Dorado, Kansas. An agricultural airplane pilot made a serious mistake this morning while operating his aircraft under the influence of alcohol. 
and accidentally dumping his cargo of manure over cars, houses, and residents. Man, that guy was having a shitty day. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, according to the police report, 51-year-old Barry Wood had a blood alcohol level of 0.48. Good God, six times the legal limit. He was supposed to spread four tons of liquid manure over fields belonging to his employer. But he was so fucked up, he even urinated on himself. He turned in the wrong direction heading over the city of nearby El Dorado. Residents of the city were caught off guard when tons of liquid manure started raining over the city. Quote, everybody was freaking out, complaining about shit falling from the sky, fearing a biological attack from a Islamic terrorist or the Democrats. That's what it says in the story. We're a small community. We knew Barry was a drunkard, and we saw him fly haphazardly before. So we guessed it was him, but I'd never seen him this drunk before. His scheduled trial is going to be in January. (laughs) Oh, that is so fucking good. That is so good. Oh, Lisa's got to go. Have a good day. Hang down, Jen says shit happens. Randy Quaid is up to his old tricks again. Yes, Yes, he is. And now our final story from the World News. Here we go. And now, and now our, our final, final headline, headline from the World, World News, News. Daily, Daily, Daily Report. God, that is so good. That is so good. Oh, my God. Dateline, Shelbyville, Indiana. A farm owner has been transported to a local hospital in critical condition with an extremely agitated chicken more than half buried in his rectum. Rectum? This shit could kill him! Around 11.30 in the evening, Shelby County paramedics were called to answer a medical emergency Upon arriving on the site, they found 57-year-old Christopher Adams inebriated, bloodied, and naked on a hen house floor with a loudly clucking five-pound chicken coming out of his rectum. Rectum hardly knew him. Paramedics briefly tried to remove the agitated bird from its uncomfortable position, but to no avail and decided to take him to a major hospital. Dr. Augustus Thomas, who extracted the bird after an extremely delicate seven-hour surgery, said both the man and animal would have died if they waited any longer. Quote, the bird was dying of suffocation when it got in there and had already badly lacerated his bowels in a desperate attempt to get out and was still gashing like crazy. Quote, I don't know how the bird got in there. Oh, I do. The guy stuck the bird in his ass. That's how. Both getting it out was so complicated and damaging, I can't imagine getting it in could have been any fun either. 
Mr. Adams, the chicken fucker. Or should we call him the chicken fucky? Has not regained consciousness yet. And they're still waiting to find out what the fuck actually happened. So there you go. There's your world news daily report. Our final story today is out of the great state of Oklahoma. I've never understood these stories. I never will. I don't know why people think they're slick, but this man from Oklahoma is facing all kinds of charges after allegedly planting a camera in the bathroom of his job. Zachary Harrison, a former employee at a marijuana warehouse in downtown OKC, is facing a felony charge after one of his co-workers claims he put a camera under a bathroom toilet seat. According to the affidavit, the victim pulled her pants down, sat on the toilet when she noticed a pen-type camera device under the seat, making the toilet set not lay completely flat. She notified her boss immediately. Just as she was about to take a picture of it for evidence, a male rushes into the room, grabs the camera, and rushes right out. Mr. Harrison was then fired, and now he faces all these criminals. This is, look, I, I don't understand it. Why, why, I, I understand that you might get to see some goods on there. You know, you might get to see a little poo nanny. But, but. Come on, you, you know some. There's gonna be there, there's gonna be a lot of bad bush, you see. And really, you 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 get off on watching them tinkle. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and judge. There, there's nothing sexy about that. That everybody does it. Do do, do you get extra? You know, uh, extra wound up when somebody's fucking trying to push out a dump. And this isn't just look look. This isn't me picking on Oklahoma here. This just so happens to be in Oklahoma. This has happened in so many places where people put these fucking cameras in bathrooms. Just stop. Just come on. There's nothing cool about that. Jesus. My God. Hey, man, uh, check this out. I got me some uh, pee-pee camera. Got the old bathroom done. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's do it, shall we? We have to get to the finals of this, I promise. Here it is, the final of Celebrity. Look, we have done our job. We have whittled it down to the final four. We couldn't get to it Friday because of the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse story. But we are going to get to it right here, right now, people, to find out who is the face. Let's get it on! All right, in our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, I give you turnips. Turnips against black licorice. Turnips, black licorice. you got to remember, vote whichever one is worse. Ask family who. Ya got.
gentlemen, we have a winner, and that winner is Black Licorice. And it's Black Licorice. I'm not the racist. It That's how it was categorized. Black Licorice is in the finals. And it will be taking on the winner of this matchup right here, right now, as family. Are you ready? We have the nasty-ass sauerkraut, damn Germans, taking on liver. Ugh. Sauerkraut and liver. Ask family. Which one is worse? Sauerkraut, liver, who ya got? have our finals set up as family the finals are ready to go because liver moves on and now who will it be will it be liver or will it be black licorice black licorice versus liver ask family for the win who ya got Modular, interactive, modular, ring, 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 banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping, banana phone. It's no baloney, it ain't a phony, my cellular, bananular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, it is official. The face of the Mount Rushmore of the worst foods known to mankind is liver. Liver has surpassed, has surpassed everyone. Liver. Yuck. God, I hated liver as a kid. Uh, but there you go. Worst foods ever. It is done. Remember, we have holiday mascots on Wednesday. That's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Why? Because you're in there. So until then, y'all have a great Monday, and adios, everybody.
storming through the house that day And I could tell she was leaving And I thought, oh, she'll be back Till she turned around and pointed at the wall and said That picture from our honeymoon That night in Frisco Bay Just give it away She said, give it away And that big four-poster king-size bed so much love was made, just give it away She said, just give it away Just give it away There ain't nothing in this house worth fighting over Oh, and we're both tired of fighting anyway So just give it away I tried to move on, but I found that each woman I held just reminded me of that day. Hmm. When that front door swung wide open, she flung her diamond ring, said, Give it away, just give it away. And I said, Now, honey, don't you even want your half of everything? She said, Give it away. Just give it away Just give it away There ain't nothing in this house worth fighting over Oh, and we're both tired of fighting anyway Just give it away here where she left me along with all the other things she don't care about anymore hmm. like that picture from our honeymoon that night in Frisco Bay she said give it away well, I can't give it away and that big four-poster king-size bed where all our love was made she said give it away I can't give it away I've got a furnished house A diamond ring And a lonely broken heart Full of love And I can't even give it away You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.